Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. It means the boys are here. Let's go. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Rob. Rob's not here. The boy's out waking. Yeah, he's doing a little stand-up comedian. Comedian? Comedizing. Com- yeah, comedian Participating in comediantry. Ah, with comediatrics. Mm-hmm. He's in comediatric care as we mm-hmm. speak. So thoughts and prayers with Robert Gibson. You can see his comediologist. Yeah, as he's uh he's a uh, come 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 on Eileen. Oh, we lost it there. We, yeah, we had something. Thought I had. We had it. something going, Fred Griff, making the show go around. Steph Griff, how are you? I am good. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, thanks, love. Sitting in this studio, it's Brolentines. Yeah, day. you don't even know about that. It's Boysentines. Griff, you got a Valentine in your life? No. My kids. Oh, he okay. said, Ugh. Come on now. <laughs> now, I had made Griff promise to go with me to the 6-6 diner today for a Valentine's Day. <laughs> I did. I know. I, around lunchtime, I thought yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. And I called multiple times, and she didn't answer any of them, and I text a lot, but it's awkward to see you here now. I know. Face-to-face. Weird. <sighs> I'm really excited for this Valentine's Day. Oh, tell me or more. Or as I refer to it as, Van Starts Dating Again Eve. Oh, that's what, a weird date, first what, date. What or? I do is, Griffin, I don't mind telling you, I'll open up the playbook a little bit to you. Oh, okay, so we're, we're talking about some creepy stuff. We're talking about <laughs> predetermined, like you don't give everyone equal and fair opportunity. You have a playbook. You, you have a meditated, a premeditated approach to, to yes. people. Yes, you're yeah. describing this correctly. Ooh, okay, this is... So what I do is, what I do is, what I do... There's a law enforcement officer listening to this. Here's what I do is, I don't date anybody seriously in between the day after Halloween and Valentine's Day, Griffin. You see what I'm doing yes, here? Yes, yes. I don't have to deal with the holiday drama. I don't have to deal with Valentine's. And then the day after Valentine... You find a victim. Game yeah. on. <laughs> don't, don't say victim. <laughs> The thing you're describing would be victims. I mean, if that's what they're into. But, potato, you know, potato. I don't keep shame anybody. You, uh, victim. The day after Valentine's Day. Girlfriend, kidnappy. You know, it's the-, the last two relationships I had, Griffin, they both ended the day after Christmas. Okay? Oh, uh, says. It is what it is. So is life. 2021 and 2023, two. 20, uh, 2020 and 2022. So I've had several Valentine's Days recently without. And this is the first one where I've been stood up by Griffin at the 66 no. Diner, where you can get two burgers, two sides, and a milkshake with two straws mm-hmm. for only 30 doll hairs. Last minute plans. 
You forgot it was Valentine's Day, didn't you, Steve? Is that true, Steve? I hear you driving around, Steve. Yeah, Steven. Forgot about Valentine's Day. Go to Route 66 Diner. Also, I don't think that's a forget about because we've been telling you for some time now. And then once you're done, hit up a um, basketball game. Big Lobo game tonight. Great idea. Big Lobo game tonight. Wicked smack. Got to break the streak. We're streaking. And let's be honest, we know what Valentine's Day is for. What's that? What sits for unhappy couples trying to rekindle their relationship? Why are you saying that? I'm a truth teller, Fred. That's not what the I'm here, that's not what truth telling is. I'm here to keep it real and really keep it. So that's what's going on, man. This is a <laughs> fabricated holiday. It this is very a ha- much is, yeah. This is a hallmark holiday. There is no reason Flower to celebrate industry, this whatsoever. Yeah. You should be treated. If you love somebody, speaking of. Stay oh, inside, shelter down. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you're t- you're t- it's not a hurricane. Well, I, well, like if you, right, the first, wasn't Valentine's like the massacre and stuff? So I'm thinking it's not really like a time for love and celebration. You're it's right. like scary. From the texter, I said you were having victims, Van, with your Valentine's Day approach. Beat the texter it. says it's more like casualties. Casualties. <laughs> Do you got a lot of bodies? A what body is count is impressive. No, you have skeletons in your closet. You know Quentin Tarantino? Like personally or Fan- his work? Fantastic movie about World War II. And they made the movie about the German sniper. Oh, yes. Comparative body count, Griffin. Very comparative. He's a peer of mine. From the texter. You two need to stop with the Valentine's Day talk and put some respect on Taco Tuesday again. Uh, amen. <laughs> when, did, <laughs> when did we skip Taco Tuesday? My goodness. See, it's a perfect that it goes on Valentine's Day, too, like the love of tacos. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so Griff's like, yeah. my Valentine's <laughs> is, is the taco yeah, shredded lettuce. <laughs> I mean, there is a taco truck somewhere that serves... Corazon. You can get some heart meat out there. What's that word? Corazon. I don't know what that is. That means heart in Spanish. No, it does not. The meat of the heart. He's you like, read heart He's tacos? like, I only know that as tequila. Thank you. The, what is that a tequila's? There's, I think there's a tequila called that. He used to just call them the Cuervos. <laughs> the, I thought a heart in Spanish was called an amor. That's love. Yes, that is the verb. Oh, Oh, no, now English. Sorry. <laughs> it's the verbo. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just... Uh, to be fair. Thank you. Mm, to be fair. To be fair. It's a verbo. Andy Reid. So it was leaked that a Chiefs player tried to sneak out of the locker room during halftime to watch the Rihanna halftime show. Did nice. you guys see this? No names on who the player is. Mm. That's awesome. But, Pat but Mahomes, it was totally Harrison Butker. How could it not be? It has, oh, it's obviously one of the kickers. Yeah. It's obviously who's the punter they never have to use. He went out. <laughs> he was like, he was like, bet you I could bomb one over out there. Bet you I could just put one right over the top over. <laughs> Andy <laughs> Reid was like, dog, you go out there. You ain't going to play ever again. Like You won't play in the rest of the Super Bowl. That's hilarious. And that's exactly what I would do. Yeah, Andy Reid was like, oh, you think – you think Rihanna's out there? Well, I'm actually the only girl in the world. 
Good hand. It's a good Rihanna joke. Patrick, come back. Get in here. You, you already put that shot in my leg, and now I'm going to watch Rihanna. I do have to respect that. So in 2015, I worked mm-hmm. for Air, Airmark, and they got the contract to do all the pro shops at the NFL. So I was able to do a contract work out there. Sure. So during halftime, that's exactly when I took my lunch break. And so I ran out and watched Katy Perry. Super smart. Ooh. That's the move, Griff. Now, <laughs> so I, I like that guy's move. Sunday, all of the Eagles' defense went out at halftime to watch mm. Rihanna, and it really screwed them up in the second yeah. half. Now you could tell in the fourth quarter. Yeah. As they did poorly. Mm-hmm. They did poorly. E, E, A, A. I'll let you have that one. Ella. I'll Ella. let it slide. Ella. Super close. Super Bowl close. <laughs> Also, that's a weird slander to put out there. When is this Super Bowl parade? Is that tomorrow? You got me. I think it's tomorrow. Let me tell you, I'm a little bit behind on the news cycle, Fred, for good reason. Yeah. I slept for 11 hours and 45 minutes last night. You didn't sleep for 11 hours all last week. That is correct. I was playing catch-up. My body went into a coma. I went to bed. I didn't even have my old man get up in the middle of a night pee. I slept right through that. Where's your dog at? Uh, at the dog sitters. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah, you actually had a free moment. Yeah. Because you have a terrible dog. You are super wrong about my dog. Griff, this dog sucks. Griff, you'd love my dog. I have the cutest, sweetest little corgi in the history of the world. Aw, that's so he's yeah. got like the short little legs. Short little legs, big old butt floof, stupid little smile. It can't wipe off its stupid face all a the time. Microscopic brain. Yeah. Yeah. It is vapid. You can hear it bounce around inside of its skull whenever it runs around. That's how little its brain like is. Corgi is devoid. That's it's another just... Spanish word? No, it is not. Oh. <laughs> if you you put a microscope up against his skull on the inside, it's just a swirling vortex of detritus. It's just dog treat wrappers and pictures of hot dog monthly just swirling around in his head he's a big he likes the july edition the best i think of hot dog monthly fred not the same hot dog monthly that you subscribe to the one with joey chestnut on the cover yes he's on the cover every month my favorite one they need to get a new cover model just took a lot of took a lot of photo shoots one time Actually, actually, last month on Hot Dog Monthly. It's not a real thing. This sentence is not real. <laughs> they put Andy Reid on the cover. Okay. Two-time Super Bowl champion coach Andy Reid. Who's a dog. Congratulations to Andy Reid. 205 days until the next NFL football game. And I feel a lot of people are saying, that's pretty far. I need a little bit of a break after the week I just had. I need football to go away ever so slightly. It'll be fun talking about some of these fun stories. It'll be fun talking about white guys dancing at the parade tomorrow. Oh, yeah. It'll be fun doing some of those things. I'm excited to talk about Lobos, going from Lobos to Wobos. Mm, back to the Wobo. Going back to the Wobo. I'm excited to talk about New Mexico State never playing basketball again, ever. I had a conversation today with a guy who's familiar with the situation, no names, because reasons. it was off the record. He says, oh, yeah, right after, right after the season... They're going to reinstate him. They're going to they're gonna bring him back to the program right after the tournament. And I go, 
With what players? What players? With what coaches? With who? Well, and I don't know the involvement of the staff of the athletic department, but I have to clean that one out too. What department? The athletics department? They they used to have that. <laughs> they have to clean house in there too if they had any knowledge of this situation. I work in the athletic department. You do? Like I'm Griff, I don't know if you know this, but I'm the director of communication for athletics for New Mexico Highlands University. You can find that. That's a I'm a I'm a state employee. You can look up my salary. With that said, like if there's like a scuffle between players, I don't necessarily know about that. If there's if there's two student athletes dating one student athlete, I don't necessarily know about that. If there's a kid that's plagiarizing in the classroom, I don't necessarily know about that. I would not be entirely surprised if the front, if the athletic office in New Mexico State wasn't up to speed on this. I wouldn't be surprised. There's a boundary there. And is it a, I might know, so I don't ask so that I do know? Maybe. I mean, that's a failure on the athletics department. But also, is it the coaching staff being like, hey, we know we're weird, so we don't want anyone to know? Sure. And that's even more of a failure on the coaching staff. Well, I mean, they tried to cover up a shooting. That was weird. Of course they're going to try to cover up a hazing. Well, And, then and when I say hazing, what I mean is alleged mm-hmm. sexual assault. Well, and this is like, because gambling is not a thing. You can't do it. You sign a thing. Gamble I signed a thing. Future. It's like we play in a fantasy football league for no money because I can't. Because it's against like my bylaws, it's mm. against my rule. So, so you'll end up with all these other weird infractions too. You'll you'll end up with like because all the stuff will come out now, and they'll just create like a laundry list of little rules that were that were broken to show lack of institutional control, and that's what will lose the administrative side of this thing. Nailed it. I'm telling you. Voila. It's not Spanish either. Voila. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is the. That is the bizarro evil brother of Waldo, and he's even harder to find. Mm. You can catch him outside, I think. Where? How about that? Where is so there have had there been charges put against the coaches? It's an, yet, no, or? it's no. They're on they're administrative leave, which means there's um, like Rihanna said, they're still going to get their money. And they've been cleared of like any involved or what no, has been happening ongoing. with the ongoing murder stuff? Okay. All that's ongoing. Oh, oh my gosh. And I'm telling you right now, the cop, this is, all right, I'm not telling you, I'm projecting this. The police officer that took this report, the police officer that took the hazing report, the police officer, there's one good dude down there. And he got did dirty by the rest of these dirty dudes, and that's why this is happening in law enforcement down there. I promise you that. I have a lot of exposure to this type of world, and he didn't want to be part of the quote-unquote good old boys. Because that thin boom line down there, they try to put it around his neck or whatever, and he is the dude that's going to blow this thing out. Obviously, we're painting with a, a broad brush here, but this culture exists in just Everywhere. about every college town. The athletes in the little mm-hmm. college town get away with murder. It's the little ones, too. It's not here. It's not ASU in Phoenix where we're just at. Probably a little bit in Tucson. But it's not It's not Austin. No. You know, it's not the like, big cities with colleges. It's not this. This is Happy Valley stuff. This is Pullman, Washington, where I went to college. Mm-hmm. This is gross. 
And also, just like 40 minutes down the road to El Paso, is that how far El Paso is? Yeah. With Juarez right there, with how far that is? It's not there, because there's actual cities there. There's actual existence. Las Cruces does not exist without this university. Fran, what are you talking about? Here, your boy. Doesn't get the state funds. You can talk to any comptroller. That city only exists because of federal dollars that come into it for the university. State dollars for the university. Federal dollars for the students that attend. And then that goes where? Doesn't go to tuition. Goes to nail shops. Goes to sandwich shops. They have pecans and green chili, too. Give them some credit for Cool. It. <laughs> you want to talk about federal there? Let's talk about subsidized farming. I'll t- put me over on KKOB. I'll lose my stuff. Biggest scam in the history of the world, Griff, subsidized farming. Welfare queens. I tell you. You know what we'd do? We'd prefer if you didn't work so that we can cap the price on a thing because now there's only four corporations that own grocery stores anymore. Remember that game Monopoly? It's no longer a game. Reach out to, you, yeah, you super scary. Use the example of grocery stores. It's four corpor- corporations own everything. Everything. Have you seen the drop-down graphic on Pfizer and et cetera, et cetera, the big four? No. How it spreads down to, like, these are the medicine companies. These are the grocery companies. Right. These are the, the food production companies. And it's just like a giant pyramid of every country in the United States of America. It is scary. Super scary. And that's why you don't grow cat cash crops happy valentine's day feed corn because <laughs> we need our corn syrup to make our candies that i kept that melted in my car because griffin didn't take my phone call for lunch sports animal hotline text your boys 505-246-0610 sports animal friend of the show line 505-246-0610 don't forget we are the sports animal we're two men on it it's 95.9 fm and am 610 the Sports Animal. The Sports Animal is now 27 years old. What we're saying is, it's now not creepy to tell us how good we look for our age. Just remember, we're not that kind of station. Creeper. When the pop rap charts make the art fade away. That's the whole tragic world, my friend. To the greats to taste the boom box into the bus stop the bootlegs are hot the days fade away won't stay on the block so true they do to get paid hey shazam what song is this all right i can't get grip what is this i really like this you know it doesn't say I'll have to look it up. And, I mean, what I will do is I'll just go back to the program on Spotify or iTunes. I'll re-listen to this part with a little Shazam. Re-Shazam it. And I'll re-Shazam it. I thought you had a new nickname for Griffin for a second. Shazam. Like, huh. I thought, yeah, you were going to oh, talk about something crazy. Since she stood me up at Valentine's Day, I got a lot of new nicknames for her. Ooh. Yeah. Griffin. No. Griff out <laughs> of our Valentine's Day date. You remember earlier when we were talking about Valentine's Day and we were talking about how you have like um, a psychotic game plan on how you live your life? Yeah, how to protect my heart, really, is what I do. Oh, okay. The texter does not agree with you. They um, they fear for people in our community from you. Um, just so As you know. they should. 
Let's. I mean, let's get that out of the way real quick. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely women, right. women of Albuquerque, you're in big, big trouble. Van is back on the market. His Valentine's Day, his Thanksgiving to Valentine's self-imposed ban has been lifted. Be careful. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> also, let me make this very clear. No one's in danger. No one is in danger. That, that was, is that, was that ACDC or? Is that what that was? Is it? Hold on. Because back in black. Is this a thing? Are you talking about like only dating a certain like population of this community? Is that why? No, no, no. Did you I get just meant that from? little part where he said, um, "Watch your children, watch your kids." Hide your kids, hide your wife. Is that that you was said? from uh, a YouTube video. <laughs> that's a very outdated reference to a news story on YouTube. All right, hear me out. I got an idea because I feel, and me and Griff have talked about this off air, so we're going to bring a little back of the house like to the program. We feel that the next gal. That you fall in love with, that's the one for you. You and think? That, yeah, and we're going to plan bachelor parties. We're going to plan weddings. We're gonna, we are going to be in so much support of you. And you can take that gal on your very first day. May 7th, the Godsmack at the Isleta Amphitheater. We have two tickets to give away on this show. If you want to join Van and his future wife on May the 7th at Godsmack, 505-246-0610. Call the program. Uh, uh, no fun trivia or anything today. Just... Literally be the first caller that wants to go to Godsmack. Give Griff your phone number and your email. Call the Sports Animal Hotline, 505-246-0610. You'll be the big winner of some Godsmack tickets. So there you go. Also, big congratulations to our winner yesterday. Um, and, and we will send out the email at the end of the week. So you won't super get it this second, but you will be at Godsmack. So Who's opening? I might just go. You, you, you might are, actually see me there. You are going with future Miss Nunley. Look, it looks like I Prevail will be opening for God's sake. I'm not the one who will prevail. When I hear a neck by hand or my ear. The Philadelphia Eagles lost the Super Bowl, and then they lost both their coordinators. Oh, God. Rough. We do not ever talk about coaches on this program because it is um, – not the jam conversation, but it's a big deal when your Super Bowl caliber football team loses both of their like offensive and defensive coordinators, and they're going to go on to coach, I guess, the Colts. They're going to coach the Colts. And the Cardinals, respectively. That's pretty good. Can you imagine going to the Super Bowl and be like, I'll just stay. I'd, like, this oh, is nice. I'm going to stay right here. Actually, this is nice. So... Offensive fly, po- Eagles, fly over to LinkedIn to find a coach. Is that how it goes? Hey, that's the job to get, though. So, Eric Steichen? Steichen? The offensive coordinator? So Naga, he's, Naga. Nah, not sure. Not going to work here anymore. So, he's going to the Colts, which, by the way, they went Just from... two dated references in, like, 90 seconds. We, we know our good. listener base. That's a bunch. Yeah. Also, what about this one? Norm! So... <laughs> So he's going to go to the Colts. Last year, to start the year, there's so many calls for these Godsmack tickets. Griffin is, there's like a lot. Griffin's in the weeds. Yeah. So the Colts, who at the beginning of last year were like a top five contender, at least in the AFC, for the Super Bowl. 
like the preseason odds were like the Colts are the squad. The Colts got those guys. They got dude. Or, they got a dude at running back. They got an up and coming dude who ended up being pretty good on the outside and Pittman Jr. They got a quarterback who know the game. This year, defense and an offensive line. They had both. Mm-hmm. This year, right now, if you pull up the numbers, if you pull up the numbers right now, they're they're bottom five. They went from top five to bottom five. We had a lot of really savvy NFL minds on our program right. in the Super Bowl. And the common consensus is uh, they're not good. That's the common consensus I of think you're, NFL experts. You're a little bit over-exaggerating the amount of conversation we had with the Colts. We didn't have any conversation with the Colts. We talked about the Colts. We did talk about the Colts. With though. prognosticators. But that, I mean, that's, and it's how quickly, too, the mighty can fall, right? Because they were not the business. And I guess they're going to end up with the Stroud kid. Is that what it's kind of looking like in the draft? So you get an offensive coordinator, a dude who kind of looks like he could play quarterback the same way that Jalen Hurts plays quarterback. Colts are in the mix? Already? Again? Immediately? I'm going to say hard no. I'm going to say hard yes. It's going to be a rebuild. He's not going to have the accoutrement that he had in Philadelphia. Oh, so good luck with that. So you're you're actually talking about subtractions from Philadelphia. I'm talking about additions to Indianapolis. Because what Indianapolis is not going to have is Jeff Saturday. What they're not going to have is Matt Ryan. What they're not going to have is all these jokesters up there trying to do dramatic roles. They will be – Matt Ryan will be their week one quarterback. No. I hate to break no, that No, there's no way. He gone. He's too good on CBS pregame and all that stuff. He's going to milk it for like five more years in the NFL. Oh, he's not the business like that. And I, the guy this year, Mr. Relevant, Brock Purdy. He – is the example of why you don't need that veteran presence anymore. It's been he proven. He is not the example of not needing a veteran quarterback. Yes, he is. He's a guy that they put on one of the best rosters in the NFL. Right now. Right now. I, be- I win four games for the San Francisco you? 49ers. That is correct. You? Yeah. No. And I'm talking four in a row to start the season. A stiff breeze knocks you over. Not since I've been getting strong at Evolve Strong and the Rise of the Phoenix program, Fred. You back at it tomorrow? I'm a sturdy boy. They call it the I'm Rise stout. of the, They call it the Rise of the Phoenix program for you because you died already during the Super Bowl and now you're you're coming literally back to life with this program. I slept for eleven hours and forty five minutes last night. How did I sleep last night? I went to bed at like nine. I slept till like seven. So what is that? And that's not counting a 45-minute nap that I took while a load of laundry was on. So I think I beat you. to wash like, all the evils. You were evils. like 12 hours, huh? Yeah, I slept from 9 to 7, got up, did like day job stuff, fell back asleep at 10 o'clock, and slept till noon. So together we slept for 24 hours and 30 minutes. Yes. <laughs> I have a weird question. Did you ever see any stations out there to like revive you? You know, like they're like those hi- rehydrate, but they're like That's so stupid. You just mentioned this. The oh. IV bags to to revive you up. So Van got super <laughs> loose at the Sports <laughs> Illustrated Super Bowl party with um, what was it? Adult light. What was it? Electrolit. Electrolit. Uh huh. Like, and Van is now part of the Electrolit culture. By the way, uh, we might have some big news to be announced. <laughs> Does it involve Electrolit? With two men on and our friends at Electrolit. This announcement will be Electrolit. 
It'll stay lit. <laughs> so what we're actually doing, Griff, is we're getting a program over on KKOB during election season, and it'll be the most electrolytic program <laughs> that we could ever bring to you. And I'm excited for this. We do it in the dark. The studio's all neon lights. Yeah. And we just we turn the flashlights on our cell phones, turn our cell phones face down on the desk, set electrolyte bottles on top of the lit light, and it just uh, extrapolates out through the different colors of electrolyte. All right. And then every now and then you'll be like, <laughs> are you writing this down? I'm, no, I'm crossing off neon lights off my list because we have electrolyte lights. We just got electrolyte bottles. Griff, cut off this entire. That means we need from to our talk friends at to um, graphics. Um, Graphic connection, is it? Yeah. Um, for graphic the connection. shirts, for yeah. some neon black light, two men on shirts, oh, so we can be all pumping out. Like the like. wonderful people at Hypercolor, the shirts that I grew up with. Yeah, I do yes. like that. 505 246 Have some glow Are the people sticks. at Hypercolor <laughs> listening right now? <laughs> if we need you to cut off this electrolyte uh, read that we just did that wasn't an actual read, so we can send it to a friend. I am into that stuff, though. I drink it often, and unironically. It costs a dollar more, and that's what makes me think it's better. It is. I don't, I don't really know how that works in my head, value-wise. So let me tell you how I know how the wonderful people at Electrolit have a quality product. I was heading up to beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico. Love Las Vegas, New Mexico. And let's say maybe... Just maybe. I had too much to drink the night before. He said maybe. Much like we did in Phoenix, Arizona for the mm, Super Bowl. I didn't. I was good. And I needed some electrolytes. I was going to buy me some Pedialyte. But lo and behold, I found some adult electrolytes, and I smashed it in one drink, and it was fantastic. And I flipped that bottle over, and I Googled all the electrolytes, and they're all legitimate electrolytes. It's not like Brondo. What plants want? Yeah, it's got what plants crave. Okay, that's from, that's, that's three outdated from references. Idiocracy, Griffin. Whenever we get back, we're gonna talk a little bit more about the Super Bowl. We're gonna talk a little bit more about Radio Row. Obviously, more outdated references. Lobos are looking to become Wobos. But I got a story about a friend of the show, Ryan Lavarnway. Ryan Lavarnway, who joined us last week on Radio Row. What a dude! Van and I. Did a bunch of concept episodes with he for a baseball-centric podcast, which we might have a big announcement on coming up. But um, similar to your what, electrolyte? Electrolyte. Similar to your electrolyte story, I have a Ryan LaVarnway story. It's got what livers crave. You can't detox a liver. They're working their best at it. A friend of the show today, I was doing some business around town, came up to me and said, if that Warren Moon story is even a quarter percent true the way van said it that's the funniest story i've ever heard and i said not only is it a quarter percent true it's a hundred percent true. 100 and we didn't tell you this part griffin so the gal that got to, that gets us into the super bowl party like i know from being friendly so when we get to the thing we're just like like eyes on the prize kind of thing right and i don't see warren moon but Van had his Moondar ready. Oh, yeah. And we... He was just waiting. He was waiting. It was like whenever... You ever see a guy like uh, metal detecting on a beach? <laughs> and he gets excited when it goes, beep, 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 beep. That was you for Warren Moon. I was like, boys, you ready to do this? We were not. They were not ready to do that. And, and they were not willing. And then Van starts doing the two fingers. 
<laughs> like like ready to rumble. Mm-hmm. The whole West Side Story. From the West Side Story. <laughs> and me and Robert are like, we're not going to ask. We're in. But afterwards, we're going to ask. <laughs> we had a moment over the weekend where there was whatever, like a guy. And Robert gave me the look. He's like, are you in? I'm like, I, I am. I don't know what's going on. I don't want to be, <laughs> yeah. but I guess. <laughs> we were down on Mill Street. And all these kids were like, what are these professors going to fight about? <laughs> Ryan LaVarnway accidentally becomes the official spokesman of a brand. I'll tell you about it whenever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Lobos have a date with Wyoming at the pit. Will they have happy hearts or broken hearts? Join us Wednesday morning. The opening drive on the Sports Animal starts at 7 a.m. Welcome back to the program. Two men on the sports animal. Big thank you to John Lopez, real estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy for being a sponsor of this program and this studio. I almost want to do the on-air call out of John. Get in the studio. There are 205 days until the NFL season starts. I want John in here 200 of those days to talk about the Steelers. You can 205 days is enough to make me believe in the Steelers. <laughs> How much time you would need to convince? Yeah. Six six Niners doing the big Valentine's push today. Two cheeseburgers, two sides, one milkshake, two straws. I cannot tell you about it because Griff refused to go. But it is only thirty doll hairs. That is the deal. Get down there. Maybe it's maybe you're like Van. Maybe it's a first date. Maybe you don't want it to be too serious. I could you could see me there tomorrow. Is a special is it laps tonight at midnight? I would assume. Okay. Valentine's Day traditionally ends at midnight. As good as the food is, a 66 diner, especially the friggin' milkshakes. Yes. I'll pay full price. Well, we have a meeting tomorrow. Maybe we just move it over there. We can move it over there. I like that. So we'll do that. That'll be a fun thing. The YMCA Central New Mexico is where I'm starting my day tomorrow. Struggled today. That's where I'll be tomorrow. Rough. I'm going to hoop a little bit. What I need to run, what I need to do is run. You should. And it's been, I think, enough days to where people won't be like, were you drinking spoiled milk all weekend? And you do need to warm up. Yeah. Because I'm taking you to hot yoga tomorrow morning. Oh, I refuse to do that. You're going to be sweating buckets. <sighs> Deal. It's going to smell like... Nine days worth of Phoenix antics Griffin, at the when Super Bowl. I, when by I the go Bulls. to hot yoga, I have a hot yoga outfit. It's like this. It's like a tissue paper hoodie that Nike makes. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like I don't even know how to describe the material. It's it's better than heaven. Okay. okay? So I'm going to put that on, but no undershirt, and I'm just going to let it just all the way through. I usually just do it in a a Borat swimsuit. It allows for free movement. Griffin, what are you doing tomorrow morning? <laughs> Definitely not <laughs> yoga. Would you like to wield a camera and watch me do hot yoga in a Borat swimsuit? Oh, my gosh. We need an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got more notes for today. Griffin, did we give away our Godsmack tickets? Because I saw how many phone calls there were. Yes, Jess Pierce. Let's go, JP! All right. Woo! So he will be there, plus an accompaniment, and um, Van will promise to meet him there and buy him drinks. 
I'll buy a drink. Van will buy one drink. I will promise one drink. <laughs> and he has to split it. <laughs> and you have to put two straws two, in it. <laughs> beat me to it. Damn it. You keep telling me that Godsmack's a big deal, and I'm over here like, I really don't know. Well, it's not a big deal to either one of us individually. No. But as far as, like, 2000s rock and roll it's culture. It's the hype, yeah. It's a big deal. People who like guys who yell at a chorus and play loud guitars love Godsmack. That actually sounds a lot it's like me. It's almost universal. It sounds a lot like me. Is it too early to predict the NFL draft? It's always too early to predict NFL draft. I think I could look at a bunch of mock drafts, and the only thing I know is that Indianapolis is getting a quarterback. That's the only thing I can tell you about the draft. Well, they should wait a year. They should go 0-17 and, and get Caleb Williams next year. I say you get Caleb Williams next year and just put him in like an H-back and just have all the talent. So instead of like the wing T, you're doing it with quarterbacks? That would be so sweet. You just don't know who you're going to snap it to at any yeah. moment. You might be on to something. An offset wing tee? An unbalanced wing tee? I mean, there's so many options here. Where's the snap going? Then you get the best center, which I only know one center. It's the Kelsey kid. And if he's not a center, if he plays a different position, I don't know that. So you get Jason Kelsey as your center, and then you're set forever. You know, we used to run that offense – in flag football, <laughs> and I'm not joking, you had two quarterbacks, you didn't know who you were going to snap it to. There was one week in football like 15 years ago where Ronnie Brown took a bunch of snaps for the Dolphins, and people still talk about that offense like it's a relevant offense. That People tried worked. it for two years. Surprise, surprise, no one made it work. What was the name of it? It wasn't called the Ronnie Brown offense. It was called something Wildcat. Wildcat is accurate. They were in the Wildcat. It did not work. It got Colin Kaepernick to the NFC Championship. He's After that, it kind of just went away. He's a dude. RPO is the good version of a Wildcat. I agree. Yeah. You know what screwed Wildcat up was zone blocking. Mm. Zone blocking kind of put that thing to death. Got him. Just the, the exact same way that everyone figured out, like, like Chump, Justin Jeffries, that's how they figured out the Wildcat. Okay, I'm going to bet the over on Justin Jeffries this year. Anybody you trash on this program ends up being the Super Bowl champion and Super Bowl MVP. So I'm going to bet all the money on I Justin I admitted Jefferson. yesterday that Patrick Mahomes is a middle-of-the-roader. I had been wrong. In your eyes, he went from a four to a six? You're a maniac. <laughs> you should be medicated. A little bit more on NFL coaching, specifically the tree. Oh, the Ryan LaVarnway thing. I'm sorry. We're at Radio Row. We're walking around. We see Old Spice set up. Uh-huh. Me and Ryan are just talking like next to each other. Next to us is a lady. And Ryan's like, I expletive love Old Spice. And this lady's like, good. And we're like, what? <laughs> Who are you? And she's like. I'm the Old Spice gal. Janice Smith, director of marketing. Literally. And Ryan's like, it's nice to meet you. And I'm over here like, you know, even weirder was before we got here. Ryan was like, expletive degree. It sucks. Yeah. And then he, and the lady's like, really? Mm. And Ryan's like, oh, I'm Old Spice out the gate. <laughs> like, yeah. Get a beer in him. Hear him talk about axe. Dude hates axe. Hates axe. Does Old Spice still sell, smell the exact same as there's so many in the day? Or? So many 
smells. Oh, so it's not just limited to the old. Stephanie, string any three words together. Yeah, put together. Give me, give me a word that's an adjective. Give me a word that's a <laughs> noun, and give me a word that's a direction. So yes, you can have exciting north love. That's a that is a that's a smell. It's just for Valentine's Day, brought yes. by your friends at Old Spice. Mm-hmm. It's like on YouTube videos, whenever you see adjectives on like a big graphic, you're great, outstanding, wild, creative. Yes. You're going to run out of adjectives, Old Spice. I can't believe they're still going strong. You can just say, huh? give me a location. Let's play the Old Spice game. A location. Yeah. An adjective. Mm-hmm. Then an exasperation. Mm-hmm. Well, then they might be in competition with, like, Kardashians and the baby naming Yeah, stuff. but what do you care if you're out, if you're suited, suited and zooted and you smell like a... Suited and zooted. And you smell like a, a <laughs> southern... Yeah, yeah, southern comfort yes. uh, paradox. Should, should we call our, our neighbor TJ and see if he wants to play the Old Spice game? No, he would win. The old okay, Spice let's play one real game. quick before we go to break. Griffin, give me any location. First location that comes to mind. Like a destination place or like... Literally anything. (laughs) The ocean. That's a good one. That's a super good one. Okay, go go to me. Okay, let's skip it over. Uh Uh-huh. Let's go exasperation. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go with excitement. Okay. (laughs) I guess it's back to me then for the last one. Yeah. An adjective... We're going to go, I'm feeling a little funky today, so we're going funky. Yeah. Exciting, oh, funky no. ocean. I'm super in on that. Yeah. <laughs> funky ocean excitement. Let's go. <laughs> From your friends at Old Spice. The NFL coaching tree, wherever we get back, it all comes oh, down gosh. to one man, one opportunity. Here, I'll start this. Two men on the Sports Animal, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Duke City's home for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, we were talking a little bit about coaches moving around. I know we only got a minute, Griff, so keep it tight. Every coach currently in the NFL comes from three guys that come from one guy. This is kind of a crazy thing. I didn't know this. So, like, guys right now, like... Like, Art, the, like the resume or genetically? Uh, that would be crazy. Per, professionally, genetically. Woo-hoo. So like going down to like this Shane Steichen, who's now a head coach, including like Arthur Smith, guys like Mike Vrabel, Matt Eberfuss, Nick Sirianni. They, you follow them up, right? You follow them all up. So like we'll give you like the Bill Belichick tree, right? So mm-hmm. under Bill Belichick, you have Josh McDaniel, that Bill O'Brien – who was with the Texans forever, and I guess he's now an offensive coordinator again. Mike Vrabel was under him. Arthur Smith was under him. Well, Bill Belichick, he was under Bill Parcells. Mm-hmm. Bill Parcells, he was under Ray Perkins. Ray Perkins, he was under Don Shula. Don Shula, he was under Paul Brown. Every single coach in the NFL was under Paul Brown in some sort of way right now. Every single head coach, because Paul Brown had Bill Walsh, who's got his own tree, Don Shula, who's got his own tree, and Chuck Knoll, who's got his own tree. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. It's nepotism, man. It is, right? So uh, Give the new guy a shot. 
so here's what we're looking to do with the team. We want a bunch of um, we want a bunch of possession time, and we want to score not enough points to ever win. Oh, you're talking about the Bill Wall Street. Okay, let me help you out. Remember when Mike Holgram was there, and he was like, Mike Holgram has so many coaches that were under him that are head coaches right now. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid. And then that, that goes into like Ron Rivera, John Harbaugh, Sean McDermott, Doug Peterson, Brian Dable, Frank Reich. I, this is talking, crazy. We're talking Mike Holgren, and we're talking Andy Reid. That's professional and genetic. Because those guys look legit related. They're insanely similar looking. Under George, under George Seifert, Pete Carroll, and Mike Shanahan, who put out, you know, Mike Shanahan put out Sean McVay. Sean McVay put out Matt LaFleur. But by the way, Sean McVay's only been coaching for five freaking minutes. Put out Zach Taylor, who is apparently a dude. Kevin O'Connell, who jury is out, but he's in a spot. Mm-hmm. So of the 30-whatever head coaches, they all connect back to Paul Brown. What? That's bonkers. Dan Campbell coached under Sean Payton, Sean Payton under Bill Barcells. Let's go. This is all the more reason to believe that this thing's scripted. You got to keep it tight, keep it in the family. They've been knowing their whole life this thing is fake. I mean, keep it in house. Keep the tribe tight. Keep it in house. <laughs> you found a story, man. What are we hitting when we get back? You know, I think we should hit Derek Carr first. I agree. Yeah. Little DC talk. It's two men on. 95.9 FM. AM. 610. D. Sports animal. 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 Now betting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's time to rock. It's time to rock and your the party don't stop. It's time to rock. It's time to rock. It's time to rock and yo we take it to the top. It's time to rock. It's time to rock. Back on the program, five o'clock hour. If you just left work, thank you for joining us on the Sports Animal. Sports Animal Hotline is open, 505-246-0610. Sports Animal Text Line also open, 505-246-0610. Vance personal cell phone is open, 505 505- Whoa, 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 okay. whoa, whoa, Griffin. Blank that out. Yeah, Blank it out. Said, Blank it out. Did you, why'd you kill my mic, Griffin? Super weird. Can't have that out there. I get my phone oh, number. Ladies to, might try to hip, hit him up, the, knowing that he's on the market right. tomorrow. Well, I know what the market is for our lady listener base. And I tell you what, lady listener, if it's your Valentine's Day, lady listener, not you, fellow listener, Sports Animal, 505-246-10, tell us how you're celebrating... I'm gonna, I tell you what every lady listener of this show is doing tonight. The Lobos game. That's what they're all doing. Wyoming's got it coming to them. Hey, it's Wyoming tonight, right? Like, I'm not screwing that up. Let me consult the post. I know it is. Hey, it's Wyoming. I've been so unplugged in because we were gone. Yes. 
I came back. I was like, oh, let's check up on the Lobos. Three losses? That's the too what? many. That's too many losses. That's for sure, at the very least, two too many. I'd like to say three too many. I want zero losses. Well, I mean, that's what you predicted at the beginning of the season. I was like that. So there was that. I was that guy. You were right for 14 games. I was the man, too. You are riding high. <laughs> I was out here. Right, lo- they probably gave you so much grief for that prediction. People were saying I was jinxing it, but I told them I was dripping it. Turns out it was... It was uh, yeah, I felt like Velma from Scooby-Doo. I was like, Jinxies! Is she canceled? Did I just mess up? Lady Lobos play later in the week. We're shorted on Thursday. Thursday? Yeah, we'll be out early on Thursday. Half hour early? That's Wyoming, too. I'm always a little confused on that. We might be out at 6. I don't really know. I get an email on it. I don't read it. We'll figure it out when we get here. Derek Carr got an email today. Hmm. He's been released. Team released him before his 40.4 milli contract became guaranteed. That would have been today. Carr is now a free agent and is expected to draw interest from a bunch of people. Probably about 15-ish teams would like to have his services. Colts could use him. I guess he didn't want to go to the Saints. Did you see that? There was like a trade in place. That would be pretty sweet if the Colts got him. That'd be four years in a row. They got a nearly washed up quarterback at the end of his career that's going to underperform at a worse team. That's their move. Phil Rivers kind of had it, though. Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, now Derek Carr. They're all the same guy. That is sweet. Way to get that one guy over and over again. It's much like the carousel of dates I'm about to have now that my, oh my God. self-imposed dating ban has been lifted after Valentine's Day. Congratulations, world. Tip your server tonight, wherever you're at. Tip your weight staff. We were just having a conversation off air. It's like, Valentine's Day is like, it messes people up. Mm-hmm. It hurts people's feelings if they don't get asked to a Valentine's Day date. They think there's something wrong with them, and they plunge into this state of depression that they can't come out of. Well, and it's interesting. And it costs thousands of dollars to get out of that state with your therapist. Medication and safe care. Just because Steve from HR didn't ask you on a date. I've dated the HR girl before. It's not healthy. What's wrong? It's in the handbook. Like an eating disorder? No, it's in the handbook. Why would she help it? Oh, like, okay. Professionally. Professionally, it's not healthy. Well, and that's the thing with, like, Derek Carr, where he doesn't know what a, prof- a healthy organization looks like. He's only ever played for the Raiders. The Raiders. He's going to go. He, can, he has the chance here, unless he chooses the Jets. He has the chance here to go to a competent organization for the first time ever. That's pretty sweet. We get to see who Derek Carr really is. Is he Kirk Cousins in eyeliner? Or is he Patrick Mahomes waiting for that loser Alex Smith to leave? Alex Smith? He played one year when Mahomes was there. Mahomes came in in the last game of the year, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. The rest is history. The rest is dynasty. If if you're a team looking, like you need a quarterback. If you're a team looking, 
let's say you're the Saints because you got the draft picks. You just got them for giving up your coach. Let's say your team looking. Do you get for free dollars, and you can do cash over cap? And we kind of we don't really talk about that a ton on this show, mm-hmm. but we understand how it works. Saints do it all the time. Do you go get a free Derek Carr, or do you ship off two of those first round drafty boys for Aaron Rodgers, and put your team in an actual spot? Because Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers are two different things. By the way, he's not in darkness and hiding. He was on the Pat McAfee show today. Aaron Rodgers is lying. He's got two or three more days of nothing but darkness. He didn't go in. He was on the Pat McAfee show today. Oh, does it start tomorrow? I I don't know if it's ever going to start. He's kind of, for how insane he is, a man of his word. And I love how bad the Raiders botched this thing. They had all the time to figure this out and work with Derek Carr, who's been in their organization for what feels like 30 years, the poor soul. And then, like, the day before he's going to get released, he's like, "Uh, you want to go to New Orleans for half as much money? Remember how we screwed you over and embarrassed you in front of all your friends and teammates? Would you like to help us out? You want to do us a solid on the way out? And he said, F your couch. F your stupid black. Out of here. I was clearing my throat because I'm going to say something that's going to be hard to swallow for a lot of the friends of this show. Okay. A lot of the friends of this show believe two things to be true. They believe Josh McDaniels is a better coach than he actually is. And they believe that David Carr is a better quarterback than he actually is. Okay, David or Derek? That's Same. clear here. You know exactly what I mean. Both the brothers are very talented. Derek Carr. Okay. The friends of this show that listen to this show that put on the silver and black unis that are those dudes, they believe that both of those dudes have more talent than they really have. And they're both middle-of-the-pack dudes. Derek Carr is not worth 40.4. Moving forward, I'm only going to say 40 because that sounded stupid. Derek Carr is not worth 40 mil. Derek Carr is worth 25 mil. Because that's what quarterbacks are worth. And he's going to end up on a squad that needs a dude, and that squad might make the playoffs. Because that's Derek Carr. And whoever the Raiders bring in, they will not be that much better because there's not a dude that that's mu- is that much better outside of Aaron Rodgers. And Josh McDaniel will show you he's not that good. Derek Carr much like the third or fourth girl I'll be going on dates with, if you have to wait till next week, you know you're getting the Derek Carr treatment. You're in trouble. Because Derek Carr is going to be waiting for Aaron Rodgers, is going to see if Tom Brady's going to come back. There's a lot of other options before Derek Carr. Mm -hmm. Derek Carr, there's a perfectly good Derek Carr sitting right here. And and Brock! People are going to wait for better options before they go have a, a nice meal and drinks with a Derek Carr. Probably sometime next week when it's your turn. Back of the line. Mm-hmm. Griff, we were at the Super Bowl last week. And how many people live in Phoenix? Three and a half mil. Three and a half mil. So half of those are ladies. So 175 mil. Jeez. That's, nope. What? 1.75 mil. Yeah. Okay. Right? You just described a population of india oh i see what you're saying yeah Yeah, 1.75 mil yeah of those 
dateable age, 700,000 ladies maybe. Okay. Of those available, cut that number in half again, 350,000 ladies maybe uh-huh. in, in the Phoenix and surrounding metro Phoenix area. Okay. Griff, Van thought every single one of them was in love with him. <laughs> every single one. We would go somewhere. He'd say, she's so into me. I say. She wants me. Yeah, that's what he would say. Okay, I, well. I'd say, we're, we're getting coffee <laughs> at the NFL experience. In my defense, four of them were. It's okay. <laughs> this is every conversation we had. I was like, it's not Valentine's Day yet, Van. Knock it off. He's like, yeah, but I could come back to Phoenix. Oh, back- it's like the Ludacris song, though. Valentine's Day. I ain't got Valentine's Day in this area. Code. That's not a lyric to That's that song. A- no? You should write out this playbook, but in, instead of it being sold for the like by a publisher for the reasons you want, it should actually be sold as a cautionary tale for future victims of yours, and it should be a how to avoid the Nunleys. You know what? Now that I think about it, I've uh, accidentally watched a few Lifetime movies. No, you have not. And I have really associated with the cautionary tale character. Oh, that's you every time. I was like, I kind of like that guy. I get what he's doing right now. Makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. to me. Start start rooting for him. You're the boyfriend that gets left in every one of them. Like the guy who's like only been supportive through like her professional career and her growth up the corporate ladder, and her success moving from a small town to a big city, and helping her adapt to the culture that she was never exposed to as a youth. But then as soon as she goes home, and she finds the easier path, which is the guy that like works at the hardware store counter, and his dog that sleeps behind said counter, and then for some reason she leaves him. But he's only been an absolute stand-up dude the entire time in a gigantic city with 300,000 eligible bachelors that she knows are all interested in her because of her southern draw. Is that what you're saying? First off, Fred, you can't make everything legally blonde. (laughs) Quit making every situation in your life. The plot of Legally Blonde. I've never seen that. Starring so. one perfectly fine Reese Witherspoon. Mentally. Second off, it's been working really well for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> also, I am that guy adjacent. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of exes that are very happily married on the very next person they dated after me. That's wild. Derek Carr ends up Griffin, on- if you're looking for the love of your life, you're going to just go out for a few weeks. I swear that that was a movie before with, like, Matthew McConaughey. Oh. And, like, so, like, if y- girls were like, date me, date me, because I'll, I'll get the next person I'll meet I'm going to marry. Interesting. Okay. I don't know anything about this movie, but... I'm going to look it up. I would say... Everyone who leaves Van's life immediately has a better life. So if it's close to that, then yes. The numbers are staggering. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. People leaving Van's life is like Derek Carr leaving the Raiders. As soon as people leave Van's life, they go, I'm free! And then they're on to sign with any other team. Or in this example, um, adult relationship of someone who's 41. So is Derek Carr going to have to wear green eyeliner when he starts quarterbacking for the Jets? It's not black eyeliner. It's not silver and black it's eyeliner. Not eyeliner. It's been a long time. I've been thinking this the whole time. 
I'm not 100% sure what it is, but I don't believe Oh, it's... I get it. He's going to wear a green eye shadow. There's a difference here. The black eyeliner is kind of a look, but now he's going to add whatever new team he plays for. He's going to add a little coat of eye shadow. After the success of Netflix's Wednesday, he's like, I don't want to be part of that look anymore. Mm, played out. Played out. It's a little derivative. Yeah, stuff for me. <laughs> he's like, I'm much more of a of a Mimi from Drew Carey show. Ooh. Got the references all day, Griff. So he's going to be playing for the Dolphins? That's, Is that what you're saying? That would be excellent. That's a very bright green and orange, very Mimi adjacent. Thank you for taking the time with us on a Tuesday. Thank you for joining us on your car ride home. We know you have a lot of options, and you choosing us is a very big deal to us. Thank you, friends of the show. Big congratulations to JP, who won the Godsmack tickets that we gave away in the first hour. We'll give away more Godsmack tickets tomorrow, and we'll do it immediately at this time tomorrow. So if you're tuned in to us now, tune in to us again tomorrow at this exact time because we're going to be giving away Godsmack tickets to you and your loved one on a Valentine's Day um, post. You get to go see Godsmack with your next girlfriend because yours obviously broke up with you because your Valentine's date and Valentine present wasn't good enough for her. Because it wasn't Godsmack tickets? Guess who, do, guess who that didn't happen to, Fred? All right, I tell you this. That would be me because of my game plan. We have multiple sets of Godsmack tickets for the rest of the week. If you, 505-246-0610, send a picture of you on your Valentine's Day date tonight to the texter, you can good as promise them that you're going to Godsmack on May the 7th because I will figure out a way to get you some tickets. Hold on. Do we have that technology? I will can you send pictures? To the texter? I think. Okay. Can you not? Or let me hear me out. You slip slide into our DMs on Instagram at TalkABQ. All right, do that. That's way better because we can definitely do that. So forget everything I said about the texter. Hold on. I'm going to text a picture to the text line right now. I'm going to test it out in real time. Also from the texter, people are asking us for Ron Jeremy updates. I don't I don't think that we have those. I don't know what's going on with him. Did the Raiders release him too? I don't know what's going on in his world. What? At TalkABQ on the Instagram, send a photo of you on your Valentine's Day date. I hope they're funny. And we will figure out a way to get you to Godsmack. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Don't miss the opening drive with Jeff Simbietta and J.J. Bach. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Sports Animal Hotline has Lenny on it. Lenny, welcome to the show, brother. Hey, buddy. Hey, welcome. Let me give you the Ron Jeremy update first. Oh, thank you. He's going to be spending the rest of his life in a hospital because he was found mentally incompetent by the prosecutor's psych and the defense psychologist. So he's done. Yeah. He has a degenerative cognitive disorder, and he'll probably live a few more years before he uh, passes on. I just Googled a photo of him. He's looking rough. Oh, yeah, he looks bad, but he won't be able to go on trial for any of the uh, allegations against him. Well, I hope there's a a trust or a civil or something that'll – there were some victims of all they can do civil all the time, but who knows how much money the hedgehog has left. Well, that's a good point. So let's move on to – we won't even talk about Ant-Man and Quantum Mania. 
Because <laughs> I, I, I wanted I wanted to send you the photo, the poster that I got signed by the cast, but I'm going to wait for a teaser after the movie comes out. It comes out Thursday. I know. So let's just go first with the world of the Raiders thinking that Garoppolo is going to be better than Derek Carr. It's like me looking in a mirror in a string bikini going, I'm going to win a bodybuilding contest for dad bods. But he's played with Josh McDaniel before. Josh McDaniels can't coach as a head coach. Not at all. Period. He's not a head coach. Okay? He's an offensive coordinator, and that is it. That's why I'm not afraid that the uh, Jets got Nathaniel Hackett because he's going back to his wheelhouse as an O.C., but Carr is in the driver's seat because he gets to sign money before free agency even begins. And no one has to give anything up to get Mr. I'm going away for four days, living in a dark tunnel, Aaron Rodgers. Allegedly. Well, I decide my NFL future. Because the Jets are going to be stupid enough to make that trade when they should be going after Derek Carr. Oof. I'll take a absolute so, liability hippie Aaron Rodgers over one mentally stable Derek Carr for sure. The Jets are like, listen, we're just as messed up as the Raiders. You'll be real comfortable here. Yeah, but the thing is, the Jets have a good offense. They just they're wide receiver one, rookie of the year. Pretty good. They have a very good running back who's a rookie who got hurt last year, Brees Hall. They have some other good players on offense. They got a good line. They got a top ten defense, and they had no quarterback. You put Derek Carr in that, he's throwing for 42 to 4,500 yards. That ain't the number it used to be, though. Mm-mm. That ain't the number it used to be. That used to be the number, but now with, like, another game. Now with the way the offense is up. Now with the way there's weird holding calls to decide the Super Bowl. I, 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 you can't blame the holding call on the Eagles losing when you gave up a 65-yard punt return to a reject from the Giants, Kadarius Toney, who caught a grand total of 14 passes for the Chiefs for 121 yards during the regular season. And then Hurts fumbled the ball. Both of those plays led to score, and you gave up a 10-point lead coming out of half because you were watching Rihanna grab her crotch and smell her finger. That last part so, was a little different. But to me... And Kadarius Tony of the reject Super Bowl champion. To me, the passing game is so important now in the NFL to where if you don't have the top guy, you don't have a guy. It's only the top okay, guys. So you we saw it in the Super Bowl. Carr, so go back to Derek Carr the year before McDaniel came over. How was he? Terrible. Average. He was terrible? No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He Look wasn't at his terrible. statistics. No, you're not wrong. But he, he, was a top, he was a top 10 quarterback. Then he gets the. Uh, play calling from Josh McDaniel, and he ends up looking like Joe Flacco. He is Kirk Cousins. Okay. The systems make the quarterback. Year. I'm not saying he's great, but the headache and the money that Aaron Rodgers is going to bring you is not worth it for a 38-year-old quarterback who thinks he's going to be the next Tom Brady in terms of longevity versus going to a 31-year-old quarterback, 32-year-old quarterback, who's been relatively healthy most of his career. Well, that's a good point. I mean, that one hits for me. Okay. Okay, and then 
you have to look at the money that Rodgers is going to want versus what Carr is going to want, and you have other players on your team that you have to resign that are going to be coming off of rookie deals. And the Jets have two or three of those on defense that they can't afford to lose. So you have to do a balancing act. I think and I'm I... not trying to be a home. I'm just being realistic. Yeah. If you want Rodgers at 38, you have to go all in now to win. Which everyone should do. You should do that every year. Yeah. Look at the Rams. You can Look at the Bucks. if you have the talent around it. But the Salah has the Jets going in the right direction. I think, in my opinion, just need a quarterback. The, the New York Bills are going to fall off after this last year. I think they have kind of been shown what they are. Well, look at the Eagles now. They just lost their OC and DC to head coaching jobs today because Jeff Saturday was a great choice of quarterback <laughs> in Indianapolis during the regular season. The, but I mean, but talking about your AFC East, though, I think the Jets could take it. I don't think the Patriots. The Jets can take it. Yeah. And Matt Jones is a terrible quarterback. Yeah, he ain't great. Miami He's don't have Lance one. The AFC. Don't I mean? Don't do that to him. That's not. I mean, Trey Lance is terrible. That's Van's guy. And you think? And you? I don't care who it is. It could be Buck's guy. Okay, but Buck's not that stupid. That's a good point. Write that down. The the hiring of okay. Jeff Saturday was to purposefully lose football games. I agree with that too. They wanted to hire. They wanted a higher yes. pick. That's no secret. They wanted a higher draft pick, but then you got Lovey Smith, who pulled off the best con in the world. You're going to fire me? I'm going to make sure you don't get the number one draft pick. I'm going for a two-point conversion. I was a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of Lovey Smith. Because Chicago now is in the driver's seat for the number one pick. They're going to trade back, get all that draft capital. Oh, and by the way, they got $100 million in cap space. We were talking to Brian Urlacher the other day, and we were talking about the Bears a little bit. And he was saying, if the Bears bought in an offensive talent at any position, they wouldn't know what to do with it. I mean, he said they just don't Maybe. know what to do in the city with a quarterback who can go or a running back. They haven't had anyone since who? Walter Payton? They haven't had anyone. No. But they have yeah, they a decent quarterback talent. in fields. They really haven't had anyone around them. And they have a, all right, let's use Jacksonville as an example. You have Urban Meyer. Singularly, probably the worst coach in the NFL, History. who ruined Trevor Lawrence. This season, they came in with a new coach, seventy-five million in free agency, and what happened? Had a bunch of dudes out there. It's my favorite team next year. And what happened with Trevor Lawrence? With a good coach, growth. Now everyone projects him as a top seven quarterback. Well, I don't hate that either. Yeah. I mean, uh, Ty- Tua, okay. Tua got Tyreek. Boom. Jalen Hurts got A.J. Brown, boom. Hey, but then exact opposite Trevor side. Trevor Lawrence going to get Ridley, boom. The opposite side of that, though, is the Chiefs, who got rid of the best dude, brought in what I would call middle-of-the-pack dude in Juju Schuster. And then, they didn't get rid of their best dude. Travis Kelsey is still there. Good point. Good point. Yeah. And you still got, for a five-year window, in anyone's quarterback career, a top-three quarterback in Mayholmes. These are good takes. Just for his five years as a starter, name any other starter with a five-year window like that from the onset of his career when he became a starter. Peyton Manning's first year in the league, what did he throw, 36 interceptions? Broke the record. Okay, he was throwing stuff into the stands. (laughs) He didn't become good into year six. 
I mean, he won that first. Is when he started hitting his stride. And I'm not a Mayhem's fan, and I lost my bet on the Eagles. But you got to give Mayhem's credit. He played on one leg for most of the playoffs, and he pulled it off. Now, to be fair, give credit to Jalen Hurts too, because Jalen Hurts, 380 yards almost in total offense and four TDs. So you got to give credit to him too. Well, he's a dude. Well, he did the what he had to best do. Performance of and the any defense in fell the apart. We're at the break, Lenny. But so next week we have to talk about Ant Man oh, and 100%. King. Yes, and finally now moving from the disastrous Phase Four into now Phase Five. Finally, Phase it's Five. Be sweet, because Phase Four was a snoozer. Black Panther phase sucked. Four was like my, phase four was almost as bad as my marriage. Hi-oh. Lenny gets it every time. Lenny, you're the absolute best. Thank you for taking it, my man. All right. Have a good one. He's so funny. Good calls. Hot takes. You're going to squeeze in a lot in, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's a couple, like, inside baseball. There's a couple of these I'll cut off a little early. Hey, not Lenny. I don't know what Lenny does for a profession, but he's up on everything. Didn't get a chance to ask him how his memorabilia show did on Sunday. Oh, that's why I do know that. Yeah. Oh, I totally yeah. forgot about that. We got. I need to I'm get sure out to one good. of those. Keep inviting us, Lenny. We'll show up to one. That's the truth of the truth. Lenny hits us a lot on the social media too. So t- yeah, we'll tag some stuff out. We need all we need is an appraisal on our YMCA helmet. Oh my god, that's what we need Lenny for. Priceless is the answer. We got so many signatures on that bad boy. So many signatures on that bad boy. We got to come back to this conversation about the field at the Super Bowl. I don't want to do it right now. I want to do it after we talk Lobos because I want to have some fun. Okay. Lobo basketball talk after the break. I have a hot take, and it involves Van's favorite player. Let's go. And starting. (laughs) We just got to change something up. We're not a a three-loss-in-a-row team. We're a team of dogs. Tuman on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Lobos have a date with Wyoming at the pit. Will they have happy hearts or broken hearts? Join us Wednesday morning. The opening drive on the Sports Animal starts at 7 a.m. Okay, so about 20 minutes ago, and it was brought to us through the live stream chat. <coughs> Excuse me. So, the, and by the way, the live stream where we like do our video feed uh, at Talk ABQ on Facebook, at Talk ABQ on YouTube, wherever you kind of take in your live streams, we have like a rolling chat. Mm-hmm. And the friends of the show, they they're great. They're they, there's like the the friends of the show, and then there's like I don't know. I guess like an inner circle of that. I don't know what to describe it. I mean, sure. yeah. So, friend of the show, Joseph put into the program. Joseph calls sometimes. He's incredibly nice. Yeah. Was in their fantasy league. He's in our fantasy league. Yeah. He says New Mexico State University men's basketball head coach Greg Iyer has been fired. Thanks for the scoop, There's Joseph. There's the scoop. So we pull it up. So I got it here in front of me. He gone. It This feels like a, a first of many situation. We're pushing Lobo Talk back 15 minutes. Sorry, guys. NMSU about 20 minutes ago fired their head basketball coach. The whole staff is going to end up being gone, obviously. 
But this will be – this is going to end up being a lot of people. I'm not saying it's going to be the top guy, but is there is there an associate? Is there an assistant athletic director that might that might catch something here? Strong possibility. Anybody knowledgeable about these incidents and did nothing yeah. should be fired without question. The In the world of athletics and universities, there's the athletic side of campus, and then there's the other side of campus. And if you talk to that side of campus, they consider themselves the academic side of campus, and right. then the other side of campus. That's how these things relate to each other. But all these firings, they have to be done in public forum because you have because they're right. all state employees. So what you're going to end up with, and this is breaking news from like a tweet or whatever. Let me make sure I got the – I'll pay a little credit here. They have to keep minutes at their meeting. They have to. You can't just say you're fired. This isn't an episode of The Apprentice. I'm going to reach out to this guy right now too. Colin Deaver is the sports director at KTSM-TV covering UTEP in New Mexico State. I don't know him. He's got a Heisman Trophy vote. Seems like a dude. I'm literally going to tweet him right now and see if I can get him on the program. But to me, this is one of what will be a lot. Everybody got to clean house. They got to have their each going to have their own meeting. Each have to have their own minutes. Each is going to have to have their own votes. All these guys are going to be out one by one. The whole coaching staff, and then they're going to turn their investigation towards the athletic department. I agree. Yeah, and they're not doing it already. Right, and it'll be done in public forum. So it'll be done at a meeting that you or I or Griff or any friend of the show can go attend. I'm busy. <laughs> it's kind of like city council, kind of. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. This whole thing's going to come out. First off, this is the first domino. This is what they had to do first to get ahead of Everything that's about to come out. You don't want him hanging around for more information, being a cancer to the university. Get rid of him first. It's obviously on his watch. He's obviously at fault. Yeah. Boom. Do you remember when the controversy down there was Teddy well, Allen? On. Let me finish. Oh, sorry. Second off, duh. Yeah. Duh. Of course, this is the first thing that's going to happen. There was a time with that program where they were like, oh, Teddy Allen. He's going to be a tough guy. Love to have those problems right now. Really? Really? And there's only two real avenues of this, right? Because this happened fast. So you either have human resources in the other side of campus working really digitally with a lot of determination, working overtime. Put it a in. lot of people are going to be filing for overtime diligently. at New Mexico State University. Diligently is the word I wanted. Yeah, diligent. Or the more obvious answer, undeniable evidence. Yeah. Because this is so. This is not the result. Well, let's weigh the pros. Let's weigh the cons. Let's look at salaries. You got families to consider. What's the same about the burger? No, wait. There's undeniable evidence. And Greg Heyer, who I don't really know, I told, I've told you the story off the air. I'll give a little, I'll just sprinkle a little bit for the listener. I hung out with him one time. We drank beers one night. Seemed okay. Highlands, the university I work with, 
We're down in New Mexico State at Las Cruces at the Pan Am Center, and my boys took a they took a licking, a little forty eight point L as one should, as they should. D one to D two program. Go out that night, cutting it up a little bit. I won't give every intricacy or detail, but I at that moment I didn't know that about Greg. I didn't know it was like that. And there was weird stuff before, right? The WSU stuff, the LSU stuff. There's kind of came with some weird stuff. He brought a lot of smoke. New Mexico State University did not want the smoke. Smoke screens to cover up all these offenses. I pref- I understand why you want to cover it up. You want to save your name, et cetera, et cetera. I got a better idea. How about you CYA ahead of time? How about you fix this program? You fix the culture so this never happens in the first place. This is pro- you make sure your players don't sneak out in the middle of the night armed to go on campus where they know they're going to get an altercation. Where they're lured to be killed, but then instead shoot and kill a student from their rival school. Shouldn't have been there in the first place. The culture should have been strong enough that that young man had no intention of going there in the first place. And then the hazing stuff. This isn't the 40s. Come on. This is maybe the most insane sub-one-year coaching stint in the history of collegiate sports. Collegiate, yes. This is Urban Meyer level. Oh, this is way worse than that. This is so much worse than that. I think. Now there's, right now there's a New Mexico State guy listening. Who's like, I was all over some grab ass in a locker room. First, you're a loser. Fan. You're the fanatic in fan. Grab ass is supposed to be funny and ironic. They were literally, okay, allegedly, allegedly, literally, playing with the dude's butt cheeks and scrotum. That's a level of grab ass that I don't want to be a part of. And I don't want any impressionable young student athlete to be no. a part of. Stop calling it that. Call it's it what weird. it is. It's you're being forcibly held. You're being groped without consent. That's not normal locker room behavior. It's alleged sexual assault. A couple months ago, your squad gets in a fight at a football game that you the program and the governing body of the program, the administration do nothing about. Then one of your dudes catches one in the leg and kills a dude. Oh, it's just, uh, just boys being boys. What? No, it's not. What? No, it's not. Everybody involved in that incident should have been tracked by the university. Should have been on some kind of academic probation. They should have been, under the university's eye this whole time so none of this ever happens. And the university shouldn't have to police their athletic department and basketball team. You should have a culture where this is self-serving. You do not have to follow these dudes around. You don't have to babysit these young adults. And I'll say it I'll say it right now with you. Good on the university. This is step 1 of what is a lot of steps in clean house. And shut it down. Shut it. Hey, we. I told you a little. A little person in the know told me a little person, an insider, 
told me, hey, right after the tournament, they're going to announce it back. They ain't. I'm telling you, they ain't. They need a gap year. You need a gap year. You need to take a year for yourself. And then what you, you need, need to do? some self-reflection, some self-discovery, mm-hmm. and do better. And then forget the transfer portal. Forget the JUCO. You go and you get 15 freshmen. You get 15 dudes, and you, you don't lie to them. You say you're going to grow here, and it's going to be bad, the first one and the second one. But by the time you get to the third one, you got a squad of dudes who are living the right culture under the right leadership, and you're no longer that program. Change the jerseys. Get rid of the stupid pistol finger things. Be a program that is respectable. And if it takes a body the other side of campus to make it happen, if the university president is like, we're doing this, yes. So right now you get a bunch of losers. Instead of this stuff trickling out for months, if not years, and we find out later how bad the program was, at least, if you want to see this glass half full, you get to blow it up and start over. For how bad the culture was and how bad the events of the last couple seasons of this program have been, you should be fortunate. Fortunate that you get to hit the reset button instead of having this last for months, if not years. This won't get the attention that it deserves nationally because this is a crappy mid-major. And like right now, there's Aggie fan that's like, don't call me school crap. I'm telling you. If we were talking some sort of some some power conference, if we're talking like a school that people can actually point to on a map, because nationally speaking, that ain't New Mexico State. That ain't Las Cruces. And I'm sorry for everyone with a 505 or a 575 area code. This thing needs to be that much bigger, but it won't be. But the university has to treat it like it's going to be. Because if you end up with those investigative whatevers from national, HBO Sports, those types of things, you better have done right the best way you can. Because if you don't, sports fan knows. You're going to be exposed. This is on Yahoo right now. This is on ESPN right now. This is on Reddit or whatever. It needs to be on 60 Minutes. Yeah. It needs to be on... Let me pick one out of the air. MSNBC. Correct. So people who aren't hardcore sports fans that check ESPN every day, who check CBS Sports every day, who check Yahoo Sports every day, are going to find out about this. A little bit of Lobo talk when we get back, previewing the game night against Wyoming. Might run a couple segments because, uh, well, it deserves. Boys are about to snap a streak tonight, get back in the right direction. I get so fired up at this stuff, dude. And there's like there's New Mexico State fan right now. There's an Aggie fan out there. It's like, well, I um, you know, this is a tough one. It's not a tough one. This is an easy one. It's easily the worst one. Fix it. I appreciate everyone who joins us right here. <laughs> I like how it's two shows sometimes. Like I just want to laugh and throw jokes the whole time. Like we could we could have gone on here and be like, he wasn't the best hire. That's not what this thing is. I'm not grabbing any low-hanging fruit. No. Or any highbrow comedy when it comes to the abuse of young student-athletes. Oh, heck no. No. After X amount of time, a little bit of I'll lobo. be bringing the heat, of course. Yeah. 
Lobo talk. Come back to the NFL a little bit. We'll hit on Michigan State before the end of the program. You know that's true. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Are you amped? Don't do that. Don't do that. Come on, bro. The Jim Rome Jim Show. Rome Show. Weekdays at 10. On 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I got a call during the break. Yeah? <laughs> Do not tell me. If you call me and you're like, hey, you're a little hard on state, you this ain't the program. Like, I'm, you're confused. If we're not doing a puff piece. No. We're telling you what happened. That's people's livelihoods. We're, we're talking about lives. We're talking about, number one, the loss of one. We're talking about mental, emotional, and perhaps physical scarring of a student athlete whose mother entrusted the safety of her child to a program. <laughs> Miss me. Miss me with that all day. This is That's not real, right? Like, how do you get such a twisted... We're pushing Lobos back to the top of the air. How do you get such a twisted perspective and mindset to where you can defend... All of these things that exist in front of you. It's funny and cute when I do it about Aaron Rodgers' darkness retreat. It's not funny and cute when you do it about the mental stability going forward for these young student athletes. They gotta, they have to deal with this. It's going to be post-traumatic stress disorder for these young men. You have to do a lot of work on yourself to deal with the abuses that happen there. This is the mental stability of young student-athletes, and it's not a locker room stuff. It's not boys being boys. They're using the word hazing. This is not hazing. I know what hazing is. I've been a jock. I know what hazing is. This is not hazing. I even think your defense of it's not correct, though, as my question is. Because my question is the mindset. Like, the fit, like how do you, as a fan, compartmentalize? Like, even, like, people – some people are saying, like, hey, I don't care for the basketball program anymore. Don't care for the whole university. That's what gets me. Like, you're being so very selective. We got to start with the basketball program and see where it goes. I don't know, dude. I get fired up. As you should. This well, is gross. A little Lobo basketball preview whenever we get back. I'm going to talk about the big one tonight against Wyoming. I hate Wyoming. Who do we got on the weekend? Or is that next week in the 25th? Is that, San, is that San Diego State? Yeah, 25th, San Diego State University. The boys will be there. The boys will be on mid-court. Oh, getting a little awardsy, are we? Getting a little love. Oh, you hear that, Griff? Could have had a Valentine's Day with an award winner. You hear that, Griff? Uh, I, lo- I missed out. That- oh, you don't feel like you missed out. Griff's like, I spend three hours with you every day. I'm good. 
Lobo's Talk. Tune it on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Now betting for the Sports Animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon. Van, Van Nunley, Nunley and Fred, Fred Slow, and in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. No more. Oh, are we back? I'm sorry, I jumped the gun. No more New Mexico State talk on this program. For now. For now. I did just shoot a... DM to Colin Deaver, who broke the story on Twitter, and I shot him an official email. I have an official radio email that makes me look like a much bigger deal than I really am. Nice. Congratulations. Oh, this is from Cumulus? <laughs> yeah, it mm. is. Also, I think we have weird ones like Fred at SportsAnimalABQ.com. I never used that one. Never used that one. The Morning Show uses those, though, right? That's like a big part of their thing, yeah. I know they get a lot of traction on them. I always send everything from the Cumulus one. Hmm. You just find me, Van, at TalkABQ.com. So Fred, use, you can use that one. Fred at TalkABQ.com, that's my go-to as well. Yeah. If you don't want to go on the Sports Animal text line, 505-246-0610, you don't want to go on our Facebook live stream feed, right? you Van at TalkABQ.com. It comes right here. i got my phone right in front of me. If you have a question Pop about up and everything. John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Steve Banker. Steve is emailing you. He's yeah. got a hot take. Put a fire emoji. If you're like, Fred, how do I get a hold of, like, I don't know, John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy? I say, oh, it's real easy. Email me. I'll get you there. If you're like, Fred, I can't quite remember what the Valentine's Day special is at 6-6 Diner. Email me, Fred at TalkABQ. If you're like, Fred, think about joining the Y. What's the deal? Well, it's less than a dollar a day. And your kids, if you sign up for the family membership, they get athletics for free. What's the deal? Boom. I got them all. I got all of that information. I will give it to you. Now, the Evolve Strong stuff, that's more of a van kind of thing. It involves hot yoga, which I'll apparently be at tomorrow, in my sweaty hoodie. Is Jalen House playing tonight, or is he still questionable? I haven't heard any information. He took one on the chin against... Air Force. I think there might have been like a protocol thing to it. But I think I, you're right. I haven't seen yes or no. Now if there's a if there's like a set rule, you follow it. Don't don't screw that up. Don't New Mexico State that no. Thing. But if you got a guy who's like, I'm ready to go, I'm good to go, then you go. Now, here's also this. You put all sick in the lineup, go big, start this thing out. Wyoming's only got seven W's on the year. Put it on them at home without house. Don't need them. I didn't mean to bang the table. I just got so excited. You're very excitable today. You got fired up, dude. Also, I slept for the first time in a week. Two now weeks. Now Jalen House's minutes. The first time in like three weeks I slept. Felt good. It was weird. I think I need one more good night, too. <laughs> Griff, we went to the Royal Rumble on the 28th, and then I've slept zero days till till today. If you're going to – you're not going to have Jalen House. You need to 
move those minutes somewhere else. No, you don't. Give them all to one guy. I like you going big, especially going big with our seven-footer, Sebastian, the Swedish streetball forceling. Give him more minutes. Let him cut his teeth. Last game, eight minutes. Didn't take a shot. I do like this player. Filled up his stat sheet, though. Rebounds, assists, steals, blocks. Go big. With House out, if you're a guy who plays a little bit of line on this thing, change nothing. Because I think he's a dude, obviously. I think he changes the game, obviously. I think he's the biggest impact on the court, obviously. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I say take him out. If he's in protocol, he's in protocol. And you put your dudes out there and let them do dude stuff together. And you need minutes. I mean, obviously you got the best backcourt in the Mountain West and one of the best in the country. The offense goes through them. But you're playing a super soft Wyoming team. Let's try some other sets. They are super soft. And we're, hey, and hey, cool, 16-2 and two start. Let's go. We're 3-4 and four in the last seven. 16-2 start. Those them boys. Mm -hmm. Hey, 3-4? and four? Let's figure this thing out. And two of them L's. One was in double overtime. And one was on a last-second shot to the same team. But those other two L's, you wanted to avoid those. Those were the bad ones. They've gone over 70 in their last 10 games. They score points. Air Force and Utah State. Okay, conference game on the road. I get it. Lobo apologist. They're better than those two teams. Lobos are favored by 11.5 at home. Give me 20. 20 minutes from Sebastian Forsling? Oh, Is that what you're so asking sweet. for? That'd be super sweet. Over under 150? Take the over. My boys will play out. And again, when it's an injury with protocol associated, you know your dude's going to be right back. So you just go play one without him. Mm -hmm. Hey, we'll get you next time. And what yeah. you do, like you the guy on the court that's not normally on the court or whatever the lineup is, after you hit that shot or get that big stop or draw that charge or tip that pass or do that thing, First dude you run over to on the bench to dap up. Jalen House. Sure. That's a long season, too. It'd be a great moment right now to get him some extra rest. I agree. You got San Jose State away. Sucks. Boise away. Sucks. And then two big ones back to back right here at the pit. San Diego State, Fresno State. Give him a game off. Let him rest. I got some numbers. You ready? Feed the big boys. Slow the game down. Feed the big boys. The Lobos record like nine more points per game than what the Cowboys allow. We could be in the 80s. Easy here. Mm -hmm. Easy here. The Cowboys, they don't even get to the 70s. This is a squad that is like fortunate to high 60s. 20-point cushion. And by the way, the Lobos, they give up low 70s. This isn't like a squad that gives up a ton of points. We do it defensively. We've just lost some heartbreakers. Mm -hmm. 
Get the three-point percentage up a little bit. All depending on house. I te- I reached out. I texted out. I was like, oh, what's the deal with house? Crickets. <laughs> Game time decision. Game time decision. Well, we're watching, almost hey, there. And, and watching Jamal without house is fun. I get it. Mm-hmm. Watching one dude just go out there and keep chucking it up and keep driving and keep dishing it out, it's fun. I get it. We need a whole team. We need a complete team. We need the big dogs out there. And we need K.J. Jenkins getting buckets. There's a lot of truth there, too, right? He got a little slash in him. He doesn't need to be the star. He doesn't, no. need, to, he doesn't need to be number one. But we need a legit number three out of him. And two for nine shooting isn't going to do it. So there's a thing about that style of shooting, too, though. To where if you're a guy who's off the ball, and often you're the weak side guy, right? Because you want to run the offense on one side. So you have House and you have Mashburn and then Udezi underneath. You're the other side of the court. You're the weak side of the court. Find that thing on the backside. Get an offensive rebound. Heck, ball out. Get two. Because Coach Patina, he's going to reward you. He's going to run the offense to your side. He's going to put you back to the basket. He's going to give you a look. He's going to give you a chance. Oh, what's that? Defense too tall? Trees grow down there? Step out, young young gun. Put up a shot. Get that percent up. And I know you hate this take, Fred. Yeah. You hated it when the Lobos took their first loss. I don't remember that. You hated it when the Lobos took one in overtime. I'm telling you, a little losing streak is good for the team in the long run. Well, and catching one of those. You got to learn how to deal with adversity. You got to learn how to play without your star players. This is good overall for the team. That narrative, too, though, of House going out and then Air Force, we use the word dominating, dominating the boys. It's not like they dominated the full squad. I think you can bounce back the way you're describing, exactly the way you're describing. I think against Wyoming, they could do it without Jalen. You play as a team, you make sure you grab the easy buckets, you feed the big boys, you let Jalen House rest, you eke out an easy win, and then you finish out the schedule strong and healthy. Watch out after that. I think he's the best dude in the conference. He's definitely on the all-conference squad. No doubt. He's probably missed against an opponent that's not Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. And again, protocol stuff. And also, if you're one of those like, hey, when in doubt, leave it on the table kind of things. If you're in doubt anyway, leave it on the table and see if you can let the rest of the boys break that streak. And then whenever he comes back, you already have started what will end up being like an established momentum. Mm -hmm. All I want is a W at home and then go on the road, do that thing. When do we say the San Diego State game is? The 25th? 25th. When do we wrap, what do we wrap up? 28th? Fresno? Mm-hmm. Then there's Colorado on the road, and that's it. Finish the year out strong. Conference tournament. And we are, the, this team, finishing strong, is in a real conversation to play in the NCAA tournament at the end of the year. Right. You know what I would like to do? Go to that. Yes, please. 
That's a thing I want. Now, Griffin, I won't invite you because you'll back out last second. Excellent callback. Thank you. I'll even be like, Griffin, I'll get you a cheeseburger, which I know is the way to your heart. While we're on the subject of NCAA tournament, we need to find what accommodations the pit makes Mm because this is a story that's been buried for a few years. What is that? What accommodations does the pit need to make to make it NCAA tournament worthy again? Because this is one of the best venues in the country for basketball. The pit should be involved in the NCAA tournament every year. I think it has something to do with total seating. I think they're just underneath. Okay. Well, we're going to get that fixed. Griff, you want to do this when we get back or before we go? Friend of the show, Orlando, is joining us. And normally we would make friend of the show's wait on the Sports Animal Hotline until we get back from the break. But Orlando, he keeps it tight. Yes, he does. Orlando, welcome to the program. You guys are great as usual. Last time I talked to you on Friday night before you guys signed off, and then got to watch the Lobos lose, Ooh. and it was a horrible game. They, uh, and I thought for sure they'd beat Air Force because Air Force had six losses going in. We had two, oh well, you know, two decent teams. But, yeah, Friday night kind of sucked, after, especially starting off with signing off with you guys on, on Radio Row. That was great. Well, at least you guys got to see a great Super Bowl. Oh, we had a hoop and, with that. And what do you guys think? Can one player, to me, does make a difference. How, to me, it made all the difference in the world without. Um, they were just like out of sorts. Nobody else stepped up. And our interior defense, I think the suspect, I've noticed it in the last few games. They just, you know, the big boys aren't quite getting it done. Well, and, and, uh, I think you're right on as far as the point position. And, hey, I'll be transparent. only watch the highlights and the playback because, obviously, mm-hmm. of the weekend. But if right. your point guard is not in sync, you're in trouble. And, th- and that's right. on the offensive end. And then, like you talked about defensively, there's a lot of chirping. There's a lot of chatter. There's a lot of communication that starts on the ball. And if you're not defending on the ball correctly, verbally leading that line behind you, yeah. I mean, that weakness could be exposed the way you're talking about, Orlando. That's for sure, but hopefully we'll turn it around. I mean, three losses in a row after being spoiled for most of the season, like you were saying, Fred. I mean, like, damn, you know, we were at two losses there for a long time. Now we're at three <laughs> three in a row, and we lost four out of the last seven. Or Anyway, we're not going in the right direction, and we need to. I mean, some of them have been hard-fought losses, and I think that could have taken a lot out the last uh, against Nevada, you know. It takes a lot of energy to do that, to go, you know, in both games against Nevada, you know, which were both heartbreaking. But um, another funny thing, I know, Fred, you didn't want to talk about the New Mexico. Right when I Bring got it. off the phone with you guys on Friday, they broke about the New Mexico State basketball. <laughs> oh, right <laughs> after we hung right up. The, when we got oh, off. we were yeah. so mad. Yes. <laughs> we literally, Robert said I, that. Robert said I went this, but he was like, hey, really, is State ducking us? I was like, I don't know if they are, but it feels like they are. Yeah, that's uh, that crazy. And then, you know, all the national attention, and I'm sure you heard NBC had something where they were talking about New Mexico State basketball, and then they show pictures of House and all the Lobos. It's like, come on, guys. That's so funny. <laughs> get, so funny. Program. Come on. You know the difference between 
New Mexico State, New Mexico Lobos. Obviously, they do not. No, they do not. Hey, and and in our Lobos defense as well, you know, they didn't have House against Air Force, and they didn't play their best game. But Air Force was just a bucket. Yeah, shot sixty six percent from the field, over fifty percent from crazy. three point. Yeah, they were just on they fire. Were they were crisp. Those white boys can play. <laughs> <laughs> Orlando, Orlando, you sound like you sound like me off the air. <laughs> I, 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 uh, well, I know that know, exact I, point. And then you know, uh, and I agree with you, Fred, uh, about the whole thing. They need to clean house, and that Pistol Pete guy gotten on my nerves for ages. You know, yeah, I, I root for the Aggies when they're not playing the Lobos. You know, that got shot out of hell. You know, with the whole scandal there going on. But they need to take that pistol peep out the little finger and oh, I agree you know. completely. What is what is that, a cowboy what does a double gun wielding cowboy have to do with agriculture? Doesn't even make sense. They're the Aggies. Exactly. Yeah. They're the Aggies. Your lo- your logo should be that, that far that bald farmer guy and his wife holding a hay bell. Like American Gothic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's what you should be. Yeah, and you can start doing pitchforks in the air I don't instead of that. guns. Orlando, make sure Very- hey. Well, we're going to put you on hold, Orlando. Make sure that Stephanie gets your contact information because we will make sure you're out with us as the boys are welcoming the WWE to town on April the 15th. we got a private suite for the friends of the show, and we're going to enjoy that night out. Awesome. We want to make sure you're a part of it, Orlando. That'll work. I haven't seen a double besides on TV. I used to go when I was younger. I'm, in, I'm 60 now, so that would be awesome. Well, you're going you to have a hoot with us. Right. You guys have a good night. I got you on hold. Uh, hang out for Steph. Such a nice guy. Aside from his Arby's passion, <laughs> which I don't know, I don't know if it's the shtick or not. <laughs> Find out because you're so shtick heavy. I don't know if Orlando's picking up on that and the, leaning hard into the Arby's. All right, hear me out. Also, we, they have the meats. I get it. We have a big business meeting tomorrow where we're gonna. Like, like, obviously target some potential new friends of the show. You put Arby's on that list. And if you can get Arby's to cater our WWE Sweet 316 Rio Rancho party. I'm never going to endorse Arby's because yes, I are. have to drink a gallon of Electrolit afterwards <laughs> <laughs> to save myself. Griff, text me that number. You're the best. When we get back more of the program here on the Sports Animal, it's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Duke City's home for sports. Hell yeah. Yes. That's a yes. This is 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Coming at you like yeah boy in a height tip. I know I'm hot and also be cautious. This is not the the office here at Cumulus, they tell us the 6 o'clock hour is like the golden hour for your boys. The front office here at the Sports Animal says, hey, during the 6 o'clock hour, you hit the most listeners. I'm going to tell you this, we hit the best listeners. Who's on the Sports Animal Hotline, John. Welcome to the show, John. Hey, how's it going? I, I heard a comment about how come there's uh, no more uh, NCAA tournament games in the pit. Yeah. And it's, it's, beca- it's not because of the seating capacity. It's because the floor isn't big enough. Oh. They don't have enough room for for the production crews and everything. The NCAA tournament and all the uh, TV stations, CBS and ESPN and whatnot, 
requires a certain amount of area, and the floor is just not big enough. That's why we don't have them anymore. Too tight is what you're saying, John. So there's, it's not the play on the court. It's the production that surrounds it. Right. The, the floor isn't big enough to accommodate everything that they use to put on a game on TV. Well, well, well. There you go. Look that, what problem we're going to have to address. That's why they stopped putting games in the pit for the NCAA tournament. And we're probably like, you can, just, you can just line the ramp. And they're like, no. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I mean, you can't even have an NCAA tournament game in the pit because of the, the area floor size is not big enough. Well, you know what's interesting about you saying that? Because, like, we're currently sitting here in the studio. We're watching the – we have the Duke game on, right? Mm. This, as you yeah. mentioned that, John, I'm looking at the court. There is a lot more space there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, that's why they play in the big domes because there's so much room. And uh, what's that center? Uh, BYU Marriott Center, the, oh, the play yeah, area, yeah. Poly Pavilion. Yeah, uh, uh, Tucson, uh, University of Arizona. The floor space is just bigger. Boise that's State always ends up in with the, the thing. Yeah, they uh, obviously. I'd let you know. Yeah, well, there you go, John. You're that's the best. Uh, okay, immediately, I'm a problem solver, Fred. Yeah? Just GoPros on all the players. You don't need a single camera. you got first person, 100%, the NCAA tournament's first 100% all first person game. Damn it, man, this is such a good idea. The NBA All-Star Games this weekend, how many guys are in the dunk competition? Unfortunately, only four. Are there any we've heard of? One's like a developmental league guy, too, right? Yes. So, what are the other names? Do you have them in front of you? Uh, I say, I I'm I'm going with your plan. Jericho Put, Sims of never, the New York Knicks. Who? Trey Murphy the third. Who? Of the New Orleans Pelicans. You're going to know this one. All right. Kenyon Martin who? Jr. Okay, that yeah, that tracks. Of my beloved Houston Rockets. And here's your dude. All right. Max McClung. Okay. Of the Delaware Blue Coats. What jersey are you going to wear? A blue one. All right. Go to Vegas right now. Or whatever is adjacent to Vegas. Put some money on my boy, Max McClung. So, yes. He's supposed to be the favorite. And he's only 6'2". Oh. But he has a uh, legendary high jump. He's got the best leaps in the league. Ah, what about the bounds? The bounds? Leaps and bounds? Ah, yes, 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 yes. You've been watching a lot of Far and Away lately. What is that? Um, it's a movie. No, I have not. Okay. I haven't watched The Last of Us from Sunday. I did not watch Monday Night Raw yet. Hey. I feel like I, no I can't spoilers. go to Twitter. I cannot go to Twitter. No spoilers. Yeah, don't open up any kind of internet anything. The Last of Us most recent episode was fantastic. That's good because the one before that was booty. That one was just okay. The one you and I watched while we were in Phoenix, yeah. that was not for me. That was okay. There was some that was some character develop development going on there for I did not need it. This next episode is fantastic. It's the best one since the first one. Good. Yeah. Cuz that's what this show needs that. Uh, it I thought it's been great the whole time. It almost lost me. There's too much really good content in the game right now. The NBA All-Star Game, hold on, let me rephrase that so it's not confusing. There's too much good content in existence right now. The NBA All-Star Game, these four dudes, if you're only doing four dudes, these four dudes better be the best four dudes that can be doing it. 
One of the four dudes is the best one of the four dudes for sure. Who? Hey, Griffin, start the countdown. What's the countdown for? March 15th, season three of Ted Lasso. I've never even seen season one or two. Hey, you need to make a bunch of airplane flights and watch one episode at a time. That's what I do with The Wire. Yeah, you've watched it once. And I've flown kind of a lot. (laughs) You're missing out on The Wire, brother. I fly a lot. Ted Lasso is... It's for us. It's not for you, Fred. We were having our post-Super Bowl production meeting today that you weren't at. So as I'm talking to our higher-ups, like, so what's playing for Vegas? Let's start playing the seeds. And, you know, we're like, hey, you know, we got this hotel connection. We got this relationship here. Obviously, we're, we do really well with Raiders Nation Radio. Like, we're, like we, we have some smallets. We have some avenues. And they're like, you flying or driving? And I go, I'm never driving again. I'm only flying. Anywhere ever get Phoenix is my max on driving. Correct. Denver is my max on driving. We can't. There would not be a Super Bowl in Denver. Correct. Well, it's only like a six-hour, seven-hour drive, right? Six is fine. Six is fine. Anything more than that, it becomes work. Well, and Phoenix is a little bit more than that. Well, it's because you're going through, like, foresty areas, desolate areas. Time still counts. Here are the places you can get in six hours from Albuquerque, okay? Vale. Okay. Lovely. Breckenridge. Lovely. All right. I'll, I'll probably drive through Colorado Springs every time. I was going to really stop there. Aspen. Slaps. You want to go the other way? Amarillo. Oh. Whew. Miss me with that garbage. Thank you. We're on the same page there. Tucson? It's a solid six. It's a solid six. Solid six. That's Scottsdale, Phoenix, Flagstaff, Sedona kind of hoop. So sexy. I'm in on all that. I love northern Arizona. Yeah. Sign me up. You know what I want you to do? Friend that I grew up with in St. Louis, fly to Albuquerque. Get in my car. Drive me to the Grand Canyon. I'm into that trip. It's beautiful. You know what's not within that? Las Vegas, Nevada. Ship our equipment. We'll see you there. Oh, Moab's within six hours? Can you want to go over the Hoover Dam? Fly over it. <laughs> and take some dam pictures? Oh, that's great. You can't even drive over it anymore. Go buy some damn bait. This is like there's a little town in Missouri called Uranus. It's this exact same punchline over and over again. Is it really? I'm kind of running out of options. I guess I can get to Lubbock. What am I going to Lubbock for? Oil. You need to buy some oil. Also, this stance I have on driving completely changes. If I get one of those things that goes in the back of my truck that you can sleep in, you know what I'm talking about? Like a camper. That would be sweet. Then where would we put our stuff? Camper's taking up all the room. Why wouldn't you just would rent one of those? Of why wouldn't you just rent one of those one eight hundred RV rental? Right, first RVs. of all, if I need an RV, I'm going to Chisholm Trail. Duh. Everyone knows that. <laughs> if I'm going to be on the road, I'm going to be on the road with, with Chisholm Trail RV, not a partner of the program. A party bus. It takes me ten minutes to drive to the Sunport from my house, and then I basically am doing nothing. Yeah, and then a flight from here to Vegas is what? 45 minutes, up and down. Yeah. Up and down. And sometimes there's a time shift. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. We got a correction on the program today. Okay. Usually most of our mistakes are on purpose, 
to anger you? Correct. But we got a correction to make. <laughs> An when I actual, say we, I mean I. Uh, well, traditionally speaking, this is the trend. Eleven corporations own the world, not four. So I am terribly sorry. According to Rihanna. And I fact-checked it, and it's correct. Eleven corporations own every business on earth. According to Rihanna, girls run the world. Ah, did she do that song? Yes! I was too busy dancing, Fred. I wasn't doing a lot of listening. Griff, we were at the official NFL watch party at, where was that at? What was the name of the park? Hans Park Good. in downtown Phoenix, Arizona. It was a banger. And there were... Ten- Us and 10,000 of our closest friends. And you beat me to it? <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, what is this? An enthusiastic townie girl that I could dance with during Rihanna? Got my groove on. And Van was like, and I only had to pick her because Van and Robert were dancing together and they weren't going to have me in. They excluded you out. Okay. Like, friend of the show in the text line, I know it's a shtick, but they say, go to Lubbock for the women. (laughs) 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 Trust me on this. Is what they said. Well, it's funny because when, believe you, when you brought up Lubbock, I thought of that new, because we like the dating shows, that Farmers Finding Wives um, new show. And I thought, huh, maybe there's some of them out there in Lubbock. There are a bunch of tall, pretty, blonde women. In Lubbock? In Lubbock, Texas. That's what I felt like when we were in San Antonio. And Van Can Two-Step. Griff, remind me off the air to tell you the weirdest story of my life. <laughs> Because, is it about me? No, it's about me okay. and two-stepping. Oh, good. Because I was exposed as a liar. Because I have a two-part <laughs> question whenever you bring up something like that. Number one, is it about me? Yes. <laughs> Number two, what are the statute of limitations? And if you say they've lapsed by now, please tell it on air. With your plan on girlfriends post-Valentine's Day and your weirdly specific understanding of law, uh-huh. I don't any longer consider myself comfortable around you i slash we have a lawyer on retainer fred it's i have a lawyer little scary you don't have you don't tell me his name or number yes you got a secret lawyer correct is it phoenix arizona's sweet james that's an inside joke that no one gets it's two (laughs) men on if you've been driving around arizona recently you've seen every single billboard is for what i can only assume is phoenix's ron bell and his name is Sweet James. From the texter, round trip trips to Phoenix and Denver suck. Done it two, one time is too many times. Okay. I agree. I would do it for a, a spectacle. Well, duh. Super Bowl. Yeah. Got it. Not a Tinder date. And because there were four of us. Mm-hmm. Just made a ton more sense. Correct. And a lot of stuff. We have a lot of equipment. The station's going to make a couple dollar in cents during this commercial break. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Lobos have a date with Wyoming at the pit. Will they have happy hearts or broken hearts? Join us Wednesday morning. The opening drive on the Sports Animal starts at 7 a.m. Tightest little segment ever right here, okay? Okay. Today's Valentine's Day? Yes, it is. Juju Smith-Schuster tweets, Happy Valentine's Day. 
Tweets. Juju Smith Schuster tweets Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. And he put up he put up like a digital Valentine that says I'll hold you when it matters most. And he put up a picture of the Bradbury cat from the Eagles. Uh huh. Who uh, famously was called for a holding call and um, correct. AJ Brown's on it. You ready for this? Hit me with it. AJ Brown retweets and says, First off, congratulations. Y'all deserve it. This is lame. You was on the way out of the league before Mahomes resurrected your career on your one year deal, TikTok boy. He admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like you <coughs> excuse me, because there was a the wrong proper use of your here, it screwed me up. He admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like you're like that or even was. But congratulations again. A couple emojis to suit this thing off. Uh, A.J. Brown is that dude, and he's climbing that list for me. And dudes that are willing to put this out there on other dudes, gimme, 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 because he's protecting his boy in one in Bradbury, and he's burying your dude, Smith-Schuster, and I am about this. Give me all of this you got. I love every bit of it. A.J. Brown, like you just mentioned, is that dude. He's that dude. Juju, about five years ago, people thought he might be that dude. He ain't that dude. First off, the Valentine's Day card is hilarious. Yes. Secondly, the shade is even better. Is it a little bit of a you won, you can talk? Of course it is. It is. Yeah. For Smith-Schuster. Yes. Do you target Bradbury you know specifically? Super Bowl champion, Juju Smith-Schuster? That's a good point. Yeah. No, also, what if you don't put the photo of Bradbury on there? What if you just put, I'll hold you when it matters most, and you let no. people infer? No, the photo is better. Yeah? Because us, like, we know what he means when he says that. If he doesn't throw the picture on it, no one knows what that means. Roses are red. AJ's roses are red. AJ Brown. This Bradbury cat looked like a. Cl- I need to come no, up with no. a. I need some help on this. Roses are red. AJ is brown. Hey, look, oh, if it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes, you'd still be a clown. Griff, let's go to break. We'll be right back. Hopefully, with a fun interview. It's two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. New New Mexico Mexico Sports Authority, Authority. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Griff, cut the music. Colin Deaver is joining us. He's the sports director at KTSM. Covers, obviously, New Mexico State. Colin, welcome to the program, brother. Hi, good to be here. Thanks for having me. Hey, and thank you for rushing the call. We were talking about it on air as we were making it happen, but we saw your tweet. We broke your tweet to the listener here in town. Uh, there's a real-time development in Greg Iyer and, and everything that's going on down there. Can you kind of give a rundown, my man, of what is surrounding the university and the basketball program right now? Um, a lot. Yeah, right? Uh, it, it, it's been a crazy three months. I mean, obviously your listeners up in Albuquerque are well aware of, of the, the shooting that happened before the UNM-NMSU game. 
uh, back in November. I mean, the the investigation that be that conti- is still ongoing with that. Um, not to say nothing of the hazing allegations, which I, I hesitate to even call hazing allegations because they're so much more serious than that. Uh, that just came out last Friday and subsequently canceled the season, and it was kind of the final nail in the coffin for Greg Heyer. I mean, look, this is the program that went to the NCAA tournament and won a game less than 11 months ago under Chris Jantz. Uh, I was there that night in Buffalo. Um, it seemed like the program, when Heyer was hired, was in good hands. He was a disciple of Jantz, had worked for him. Um, and it just went completely in the opposite direction. Um, fr- frankly, I can't believe it, um, right. how, how quickly this has fallen and how, how badly things have gone for them. Uh, and, you know, this is, a, this is a school, right, that has taken chances on people in the past. Jans was a, was a second-chance guy. Even Jerry Kill, you know, last year, I mean, for different reasons, right? I mean, he, he had health issues at Minnesota that forced him to retire, but a lot of people never thought he was going to coach again, and that worked absolutely wonderfully for New Mexico State. They went to a bowl game and won it this year. So they've had this track record of, of doing that and you know, t- kind of taking chances on people, and it's worked for them. And it, this is the first time that it utterly backfired. Um, and so I, don't, I, I quite honestly, I, I don't know where the program – goes from here um certainly there's going to be much more serious investigations and decisions to be made than hiring a basketball coach in the next few months you still have an ongoing investigation by both police and nmsu into the the albuquerque shooting you have investigations now into these hazing and you know sexual uh, criminal sexual contact complaints in the locker room by three players against one of their teammates so there's just so much money so many more important things going on right now than figuring out who's going to coach the basketball team. Um, but it's, it's incredible how quickly they have, that this program has become what it is today, um, again, 11 months after winning a tournament game. Colin Van here. Uh, welcome to the program. So when, when we hear about incidents, let's use obviously UNM for an example, us in sports entertainment, we're in the know. We know what's about to be leaked. We know what's about to be dropped. Was there any indication before this latest round of information come out that how bad the culture was with the program? I don't know that I thought it was this bad. Um, you know, certain, I mean, it's stunning, right, to see accusations like that, that, that people are being basically sexually assaulted in the locker room. I mean, that's, that's crazy. You don't, that's not something I think anybody is ever prepared for or, or think that they're going to hear about a, a college basketball team or really anywhere. I mean, that's, it's not anything I've ever heard of in my life uh, at the college level. You hear about it sometimes at the high school level, and it's, and it's wild when it happens there too. Um, but I've never heard about it at the college level. You know, certainly the way that, you know, the, you know, the shooting and, and everything that happened, I mean, certainly, yes, there were, there were questions. But it seems, seems from the outside that they'd kind of – Battened down the hatches a little bit and had figured things out a little bit. They'd won two out of their last three games before all this. So, um, I, you know, frankly, again, I just think the nature of the accusations were stunning to me. That's why I was so surprised. We hadn't heard about it until nobody had heard about it until last Friday. So I, I would have to say that, um, no, not really. I, I, don't, I don't think that there was any indication that something of this magnitude um, – was coming down the line. Well, and 
you know, obviously we're up against a little bit because the program ends at seven, and and this is us meeting for the first time. So, Colin Deaver, thank you so very much for taking the time, KTSM. The the question that I brought up whenever we were talking about the subject line is either HR and the and the chancellors were working overtime to get this thing done, or there is a pile of evidence that is so overwhelming. Which of those two is it, Colin? Is it going to come out as the worst thing ever seen, not just at a mid-major level, but any collegiate level? Because I can't imagine it's not that. That's my opinion here. It is a mound of devastation to the university. Well, even Greg Hire's contract, and I, you know, I do want to be careful um, here because you know I'm not a lawyer and I'm not I'm not in the room investigating right um, what's what's going on. But the two. No, the the two first things in section one of Greg Hire's contract under employment duties are reporting and institutional control, right, and program management. And then if you go down to um, you know where they can terminate him for cause, there's 15 little kind of notations. Um, one of them is a serious violation by coach or another person under the coach's supervision and direction of any law, rule, regulation um, interpreted by the university, the conference, or the NCAA. Well, hazing is a violation of university policy. So I think that just by the nature of that, that, in terms of that's just kind of how I read it, Right. um, looking at his contract, that that's where they were able to draw the line to terminate his contract for cause today. Um, Certainly, I I do think, you know, we're going to find out more about these allegations as things move forward. I don't think it's going to be pretty. It's, it's, it's going to be downright disgusting, frankly. Um, and that's, it's just a shame. It's a shame. Number one, it's a shame for um, the, the player that, that, that these allegations happened to um, that kind of sparked everything up again last Friday. Um, it, it's, it's a shame for the program. It's a shame for the fans. I mean, it's, just, it's just a shame all around. I'm assuming Mario told Greg personally, what is the status of Mario? Mario, I was told by a New Mexico State, and Mario Mocha, the athletic director uh, uh, at New Mexico State, right. I was told by a university official tonight that Mario, uh, Mario is the one who informed Greg uh, that he was being fired. Okay. Um, he'll be at the press conference tomorrow at 10 a.m., and I was told that he is keeping his job. Okay, so I, I think I'm a little colored surprised by that. That is... That's a little surprise to me. Yo, uh, go ahead, Colin. No, I was going to say. I mean, certainly this is certainly this is a huge black eye for the whole university. Um, I guess I would say, perhaps the reasoning behind um, Mario, you know, staying as, as athletic director right now is, you know, he he's built up a lot of you know sweat equity as 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 they call it. You know, you know, raising raising money for you know certain programs right. around the athletics department, you know, obviously, you know, re, you know, help to rebuild the football program in a year. Um, you know, again, before this, before, before this hire, they just come off winning an NCAA tournament game and all was sunshine and roses for Mario Mocha. So he has a good reputation around Las Cruces. He has a good reputation with the board of regents. Um, I think that they obviously are going to, you know, Tell you know obviously I don't I don't think he can he can um, make a coaching hire mistake like this again. Um, I think that's obvious to to anybody, especially Mario. Um, but I think that uh, I, I think that that is where they drew the line of 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 keeping Mario. Colin, do you know the immediate steps that New Mexico State is going to take to support 
these student athletes who are involved in this air quotes hazing? Uh, I do not know that they've they've. I think because it is an ongoing investigation, it's a you know it's a Title IX investigation. Um, they've kept that pretty tight lipped. I think lastly is this: When does the program come back? Does it come back? I think they do come back. Yeah, um, I think that, like I said earlier, I think there's more important things here than basketball that they're yes. going to have to deal right. with. Um, but yeah, I, I do think that the program does uh, does return. Um, who will be the head coach again is, is a question that's much less important that they'll have to answer at a later time. Um, but yeah, I do. I, yeah, the program will come back. Who we? Who we? Rub against it, Griff, right? Colin Deaver, thank you so very much, brother. This was a big deal to us. Thank you for breaking it, obviously, online. Anything we might have missed? Anything before we cut you loose? No, I think that's it. Thanks for having me. What a dude. All right. Sports director over at KTSM. Thanks, Colin. Colin. Deaver. There's some good dudes in this industry. I'm appreciative of that effort. Final words, man? Too much for the time allotted, my friend, but anything we didn't cover, especially this issue, check out the opening drive tomorrow with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Griff, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Sorry. (laughs) So are our friends at 66 Diner. I was all lined up. Had a table reserved, the whole thing. I miss you already, CJ. I'll see you at Evolve Strong Fitness in the morning. Special Pez dispenser there. (laughs) Big thank you to Colin Deaver of KTSM. He was a dude. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke. Enjoy the little game.